Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I just like the way the song sounds. <laughs> I know a Zeppelin is a blimp. Okay, yes. Because it used to be hanging in uh, the Roosevelt Field Mall. <laughs> I don't know if one thing has to do with the other, but uh, it is a of a name of any prevailing warm or gentle westerly breeze at the time of a mm. summer solstice. Red Hot Chili Peppers being very deep. So was it a Zephyr that blew up Marilyn Monroe's skirt? If it was during the summer, sure. All right, cool. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. My God, we are on show number 99. I think my head's going to explode when uh, we get to 100. 99 episodes old. Nine-nine. nine It is unbelievable. We are here. Ladies and gentlemen, number 99, Sons of Slam show. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. I missed you, guy. I miss you too, buddy. What's going on, a man? Bit of difficulties last week. Oh yeah, in the case of the missing microphone, <laughs> which is still uh, still out there. The uh, I still can't fucking find it, bro. I have no idea what happened. It's been forty eight. It. It's it. been forty eight hours. The case is closed. It, it's gone it's, cold. <laughs> it's been it's been one hundred and forty eight hours. You lost time. you lost a microphone. Yeah, I have no idea how it happened. Interesting. As soon as uh, I was at Stevens last week, as soon as we recorded, I'm certain I put it away. And put now it, it's just gone. You put it away so well that you can't. Could have I know. It. Well, can't even find it. Mm-mm-mm. Unbelievable. 
Sons of Slam show. We are here. Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We we missed all of last week. Uh, a lot of stuff happening last week, just outside of the ring. Um, a lot of stuff happening inside the ring uh, this week in regards to Fastlane and setting that whole uh, shindig up. We have a lot to talk about, so let's get right to it. Um, first off, I would like to talk about uh, WrestleMania and the... Uh, the ticket fastly situation. approaching. Yes, fa- very fastly approaching, and uh, uh, on the road to it, we have a this random pay per view that is just popping up in between uh, uh, the Elimination Chamber and, and Mania in Fastlane, which is happening tonight. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, they uh, talked about having ticket sales go on sale uh, last week, and then abruptly put that kibosh on it uh, because of. Uh, numbers of tickets that could be sold. So initially, it was a higher number. Uh, I I had read it was in the the forty thousand range per night, um, uh, and uh, they they had to stop the uh, sales because apparently they couldn't sell that many. So it's it's back down to about uh, twenty five thousand. Um, trying to see. Well, I think here. I think Stephanie McMahon had uh, come out when. Uh, she announced that there will be fans. I don't know about a month ago already. I think mm-hmm. maybe two months, and she had said that uh, they, excuse me, they were looking to get I think somewhere between fifteen and twenty two thousand in. Okay. But so, yeah, Tampa. What is it? Raymond James Stadium houses eighty thousand seats. Hey, well, according to this, it, it's only sixty six. Okay, so sixty six thousand seats. Yes, it's sixty-five, eight ninety to be exact. That's um, capacity or just the seating? Because you uh, got to remember, so for a football game, mm-hmm. it could be sixty-six thousand. So here's a, here's the deal. So for the Super Bowl, uh-huh. they had twenty-five. Okay. okay. Um, and they had thirty. They had more cutouts than they had people. So they had thirty thousand cutouts, <laughs> twenty-five thousand fans. Um, so the idea of having Mania there with forty-five thousand people. Uh, which is obviously more than half. Um, probably, I don't know if that, uh, I can't imagine that the, the governor of, of Florida cared that much because he's, he's been, um, he's one of the few states that have, have allowed uh, events to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, something, something went awry in, in the numbers, numbers game, which is why it, everything had to be held back. So it looks like it's going to be about the same amount of fans for this as they had for, uh, the Super Bowl, and that'll be fifty thousand in total for the the two day span. Fifty thousand total, so well, twenty five a day. 20, that's right. that's not bad, right? No, I don't think it's bad. I think having, I think I think it's twenty five thousand more than I I thought they would have. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, you know, I I never thought that they would have uh, fans to begin with, but since it's going to be, a, it's obviously open air, um, and they will have uh, pod seating. <laughs> so yes. So basically, you have to you have to buy these seats uh, in in groups. I um, believe there's you can get pods for one through six people. I think six is the max. Six is the max. Um, so there's that situation, and uh, I I was talking to talking to a friend of mine about this, and um, it's not the idea of once you have these pods. Pods, pods sound great. Like when I heard about like going to see uh, Dynamite at. Uh, 
at Daly's place and they have their pods and they do like a thousand people there. Like that's all well and good. I'm not worried about the pods. I'm not worried about sitting by myself. I'd rather sit by myself or with my friends and have everybody else just stay the hell away from me. Yeah. It's it's grand concourse. It's the grand concourse stuff. It's getting into yeah. the stadium. It's getting out of the stadium. It's once it's getting a beer. It's yeah. getting a hot dog. It's going to the bathroom. Like all that good stuff. Yeah. So everything in between. <laughs> everything on the outs- outset and in between. Once you leave that seat, that's the worry part. So yeah. you know, listen, there were no they did it for the Super Bowl with twenty five twenty five grand uh fans. No, no instances there. So you know, knock on wood. If it's if it works for that, maybe they can just keep the same. And it's always been the way with WWE and and with the like some of these stadiums that they've had Super Bowls in, and then they they follow up being there. They always use the Super Bowl as like their testing ground to see how it works. You yeah. saw that it worked out well, and they I guess they they pushed the button and wanted to see if they could get more, and that was next. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do open up more seating. Between now and, and WrestleMania, yeah, I mean it, things are things are progressing <laughs> with a lot of things. Yes, um, uh, as far as uh, restaurants and, and especially here in, in New York, um, things are, are are quickly building up. Uh, you know, to, at the restaurant I work at, it's like I see people eating inside, and I'm still just I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in here. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I I have yet to eat inside. <laughs> um, Anywhere, uh, other than like if it's a fast food spot, <laughs> like if it's a McDonald's, I'm in the corner somewhere. That's it. But like as far as like sit down eating, I have yet to do that. It's been a year. Um, I have gone out to eat twice in the whole COVID era. Hmm. One of them was for my mother's birthday last year, and it was outdoor seating. But it's like early September, so it's it's okay. Right. It was it was perfect temperature out. Like it was it was it was a nice little little area, a little Italian uh, Italian spot. Nice. I did go out uh, out by my dad's house in Suffolk County. They know the owners of a restaurant, and uh, they, like it was just us. Like it was us for me, my sister, uh, my dad, and my stepmom. Okay. At a little table, there was one other table that was next to us, but it didn't even have people because it was reserved for I think the I think it was the guitarist of. Deep Purple, but that's a story. For oh, okay, <laughs> okay, random. So they would, yeah, mad random. That's <laughs> crazy random. Uh, but that legitimately was the first time that I've eaten out inside hmm. a restaurant, and it was still weird. We just booked uh, 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 for Easter. Uh, my fiance's daughter's birthday is coming up, and this is the first time uh, that we've planned a trip. It's it's only going to be like a day. We're going up to like Connecticut. And we're driving yeah. up there, and there's, we're doing like an escape room and eat and bubble. Driving up there, you mean twenty minutes away from your house? I, <laughs> it's an hour. It's in Trumbull, so we're going like an hour north. Okay. <laughs> so, so that, but that's it's been a big deal. Like that, it, it's the little things. Like I haven't my my, my I choked with uh, with Lisa, my fiance. I was like, I, I opened up the hotels.com app, and it was, it was like, what, who the hell are you? Um, it's just it, it's you opened been, up the hotels.com app and you had to go like spider webs. I bought off <laughs> just like I, I swear I'm still I'm still here I'm still here. Uh, Expedia again. It was like I had to. <laughs> I it, you know the iPhone goes through its its uh, its updates and so you had to update the app and I I didn't bother updating the app. So once I hit it, it took like you know it took a while to update it because I haven't hadn't touched it. You know, yeah, it's it was so weird to to plan a 
uh, a getaway, <laughs> you know, it's, it, but it was, it's kind of like the sense of normalcy, hopefully that we can, we can hopefully get back to, I get my second shot on, on Tuesday. So I'm, I'll be fully shotted up and I'm ready to go. So looking forward to that. And, nice. And, uh, just sneezing on everybody. Um, let's talk. I said this for a really long time. I want, I just want to get back to like me going to a wrestling event or, or a Yankee game and paying $25 for a beer and just like I don't know, making out with some random chick, you oh, know, anything you. can happen. <laughs> anything, anything can happen. I'm wild and crazy. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm wild. You know what I mean? And then it was like it, it dawned on me about like two, three months ago, and it was like, oh, I got to get this shot to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, <laughs> fuck it. All right, I'll I, do yeah, it. I want to make out with you, but hold on, let me get this shot. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of really quickly, speaking of Yankee games, I saw that uh, uh, here in New York that they are opening up for opening day. They're gonna have fans. Which yes. amazing, fantastic! I, I'm loving every aspect of it. They're gonna have uh, it's gonna be like potted, same thing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like grandstand seats, like up upper deck. We're talking like I'm watching I'm watching the World Series. Like we're, we're it's like we're, we're like anywhere from three hundred to five hundred dollars. Like how in the hell what? right now? This is what I saw on Ticketmaster as, as far as projected pricing. They may expand it so Yankee Stadium holds uh, I want to say like forty eight thousand. Yeah. Um, they may expand that seating and maybe adjust the pricing. Hopefully, maybe kind of, sort of that would be great. But it's it's looking like if you want to go, you have to pay like I have to pay World Series prices to see the Yankees take on the Orioles. <laughs> like what, <laughs> what and why? Um, so I guess, if, or we could just go to you know uh, Ranger Stadium. They're doing forty thousand opening day. Their capacity is forty thousand. Texas, Texas is a. a <laughs> It, it might as well just be another country. Uh, I don't know what's going on uh, down there. I'm pretty sure that we fought a war so that it wouldn't be another country. <laughs> <laughs> or Mexico there. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, there was a ton of shit that we, we missed out on la- last week. And uh, we were going to get to this week. So let's let's get to some of the stuff here. Um, you uh, had mentioned uh, before we started recording as far as the WWE class. Um of 2020 and 2021 yes the, the merging of yes the combined class combined it class. was reported on uh the bump i believe mm-hmm. that with the induction ceremony wait what okay oh the induction ceremony is going to take place on april 6th the tuesday mm-hmm. um exclusively on the peacock in the united states and the wwe network everywhere else you can get it for 9.99 I didn't change it the will... price. Good. <laughs> I don't get confused. You got to plug. You got to plug the network. <laughs> you know the, the Peacock network. Now. Um, it's going to include both classes, 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. And it was reported that their guest on that show last week will be the first inductee into the 2021 class of Hall of Fame class of the WWE, and that will be. Molly Holly. Molly Holly. Now I watched that, and I, it was mm-hmm. it was cool to it was cool to watch that because it was it was kind of like they sh- they just had her as a guest, um, mm-hmm. but the whole purpose and of Hurricane having, too, and Hurricane yes, and Hurricane was the one that that uh, said it to to her, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a, a trap gotcha kind of thing with her, but it was very cute. She you know started fake crying. It was a whole thing. Um, is but she, Hurricane was legitimately crying. He was legitimately crying for her, and and it was just it was cool to see that in the moment. But by the way, you're you're about to be inducted into Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, all that being said, and I'm going to get to another point uh, of who's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. 
Um, is Molly Holly deserving of Hall of Fame status? Yes. Okay, why? Well, the last two years were the Bellas and Tori Wilson. So now granted, okay. those women have made more of a splash outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Tori Wilson, more specifically, mm-hmm. than Molly Holly did. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Molly Holly's career longevity, I think she's deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. She might not have all the championships that the Bella Twins do and all the records that the Bella Twins do. Nikki Bella, more specifically. Mm-hmm. She might not have the uh, whatever Tori Wilson did. Is she Divas champ or women's champ? Uh, Tori she might or have been Tori. Tori. I I I think she was uh, Divas. Molly Holly was a women's champion. Okay. I think. Now I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> Molly Holly. Um, my point in asking is that I I feel like there are these tiers. There's always these these uh, tiers or tiers of wrestler. Her real name is Nora Christina Benchuf. Um. She looks like a Benchuf. She looks. She does look like a Benchuf. <laughs> um, she only wrestled from uh, from 2000 to 2005. Molly uh, Holly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. 2000 2005. Um, she's 43. She was uh, Miss Madness and Mona in WCW, and then she went over to uh, WWE WF. Um, let's see here. Uh, trained by D Malenko. Trained by uh, the Dudleys and uh, Dave Finley. And let's see here. Uh, she's also worked as a trainer. Uh, later aligned, obviously, that's why Hurricane was so verklempt about it because they were <laughs> they were together as Hurricane and uh, I forgot her persona. Uh, she had two championship reigns. Okay. And she was also a hardcore champion. She was a hardcore champion. That's right. Um, she was part of the the Holly cousins <laughs> for yes, Mighty, Mighty Molly. That was it. Mighty Molly for yes, for all Mighty of a, Molly for all of a year. She did. She was women's champion um, April two thousand two. Uh, she turned heel against Trish Stratus, and then she had an alliance with Gail Kim. Oh uh, three to five, and that was it. And then she's just sporadically between then and now. She had a couple of appearances in at, uh, at Royal Rumbles, twenty eighteen. Um, she was in, in 2009. She was at uh, WrestleMania 25 as the 25 Diva Royal uh, to crown Miss, Miss WrestleMania. 2007, she was at the 15th anniversary of Raw. And March 10th, uh, 2021, that's when she was announced as the uh, inducting to the class of 2021. Not not a long career. Not not a long career to... Not uh, as long as I thought. Yeah, no, not, not to... You, th- you would think it's longer because she's just kind of been bouncing in and out, but her mainstay was only five years. Um, Her in-ring stuff was five years. Yeah, yeah. Because so. I I read that she was uh, she was Randy Savage's valet in in yeah. WCW at one point. With, so like she with Gorgeous George, she's and, been around. Yeah, Medusa, Gorgeous George, Molly Holly. Yeah, yeah. So I I still think she deserves it. Okay, all right. Like I, look, look, she's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, you know. She, she this would this wouldn't be if if WWE did that this wouldn't right. be the first ballot that she was on. No, I think she would she would be pulling off a uh, Barry Bonds at this point where it's just like you might be on the cusp of not getting in anymore. <laughs> Don't get me started about Barry Bonds. Please. 
because we're going to have an argument I'm about d- why I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, oh, which geez. nobody else does. Okay, I'm not. We're not going there. I, um, I, 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 I think he deserves it, but they should have like a totally separate wing <laughs> for all these people. That... Yeah, and the wing should be called "When Baseball Was Great Again." <laughs> all right, that's all and I'm going to say. And then put we're a, moving on from baseball. Put a big star right next to that. <laughs> Just know the follow- whatever you got to do. The, but he fucking deserved it. it is, I, I'm not talking about this. A little disclaimer. A little disclaimer. No. The, the following people that you're about to see uh, yeah. may or may not be be allowed here. Um, Side effects may include <laughs> may include uh, <laughs> steroids, extra strength, uh, largeness in your head, and uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> say, Clemens, let me ask you Clemens this: Would into, you... Clemens should be in it? Uh, uh, yes, uh, Clemens, Pettit, Pettit, Pete Rose. But that was gambling. That's, that's, yeah, There's that's a whole right. bunch of different people. Yes. We could we could do a whole podcast on yes. who should be in the Hall of Fame. That's not. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Harold Harold uh, uh, not Reigns uh, Baines is, is uh, in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, I, I'm, I digress. Yeah, you're showing your age too. Sorry, um, <laughs> he just got inducted a couple years ago. It was only like two or three years ago. Anyway, there was uh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, that thought that thought came and went. Oh, the uh, the second inductee was announced earlier this week on Corey Graves and Vic Joseph's podcast. He kind of just weaseled his way in there. It's good for him. Yeah, I, I will get to. Uh, I have another point about Vic Joseph that I want to bring up when we talk about NXT. But yes, go ahead. Uh, Eric Bischoff was announced as the second inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2021. Harold Reigns is who I, who I mentioned. I, I was talking about um, Bischoff. <laughs> okay, so Bischoff is interesting in many ways <laughs> uh, now, um, and that I, I find it interesting that McMahon swallowed his pride because he doesn't usually work with people that work outside of the company. Um, and 99% of Bischoff's moves and working in the business has been outside of WWE. Um, yes. Just like Sting. <laughs> and and he's, in, Sting! he's in the Hall of Fame. So uh, the idea of, and, and this is long overdue. Like this, this shouldn't have been, this should have been a first ballot thing. This should have been, if they had he ballots. He should be if they had ballots. a two-time Hall of Famer. Oh, so. He should have been inducted alone. Okay. And then he, I believe he should have gone in with the NWO because you don't have the NWO without Eric Bischoff. So maybe he can go in this year as the first ever person to go in twice in the same year. <laughs> in the same induction. Not, because <laughs> they're only inducting the NWO as, as the 20, Outsiders and Hogan. 2020. Yeah. Then he's 2021. Exactly. <sighs> so it's like. But it's weird because at the same ceremony, I heard that Hogan, his first cho- Bischoff's first choice to induct him is Hogan, it sh- and it should be Bischoff should be inducting them, and he yes. should induct Bischoff. <laughs> no, I'll do you one better. Okay, I think Vince should induct Bischoff. <laughs> that would be some shit right there. That would be that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I I think I think Hogan will, if yeah. I had to guess. But imagine if you have I think the the. The virtual uh, realm of of video. <laughs> would, Here's another possibility. The roof, the roof would blow off if that, that happened. Oh, yeah. yeah that would be insane. Paul Heyman. Inducting Bischoff. Inducting Bischoff. I think one of them should induct Bischoff. Like, one of those guys that were heavily heavy-handed in creating wrestling in the 90s. Yes. Should 
in, induct <laughs> induct Bischoff. It, like yeah. I said, though, it would probably most likely be Hogan. But I, I completely agree with you. I, I didn't even think about that. I completely agree with the, the idea of Bischoff being in NWO uh, as an inductee because yeah, yeah, he was he was the the catalyst. He was a huge part of it. Um, if it wasn't for him, uh, he wouldn't have Hogan would not be. Uh, part of NWO, he basically talked we would never him get into, Hollywood. We'd never have Hollywood Hogan. We basically it was basically Bischoff that talked him into doing it, and it only worked because it was Hogan as an outsider. And the exactly. idea, and if you watched, you know, uh, uh, the Monday Night Wars, you learned that it was supposed to be initially it was going to be Sting. Um, yeah. Sting, be <laughs> Sting. Um, but it was a, a great idea that it wasn't, and it was an even better idea that it was Hogan. And Bash at the Beach '96 yeah. will, will go down in history as one of the best swerves of all time. Because you had this yes, guy who absolutely. was just yellow and red throughout his entire career, and and uh, turned his back on everybody, and just became it completely reju- rejuvenated his career into a whole other strat- stratosphere. So it gave him twenty yeah. extra years on his. Career. It really did. <laughs> it really, it absolutely did. Minus so, the last five, because you know yeah, some shit happened. Because he's a racist. But uh, if speaking if, of which, <laughs> speaking of which, please more, more racist talk, please. Speaking of which, Vince is trying to – how do I want to put this correctly? Are we still talking about the the Hall of Fame? Yes. Okay, good. All right, because I I still want to – I have another name here that I want to talk about, the Hall of Fame. Vince McMahon is is trying to revamp Hulk Hogan's image Mm -hmm. by having him host WrestleMania this year alongside (laughs) Tampa Bay's own Titus (laughs) O'Neil. I know, I know. It's just you would think you would be like, "Oh my God, Titus O'Neil's hosting WrestleMania." Okay, I mean, he, we, I was talking to all right, sure, yeah. I was talking right. to, talking to Rob. Slide a couple jokes. Yeah. Okay, Hulk talking, Hogan and Titus O'Neil. Oh what the my, hell is happening God. here? I was talking to Rob the other day. We're watching Raw and and see Titus O'Neil. Like he's always Titus is always doing the the goodwill thing. He's always doing the make a wish mm-hmm. thing, the goodwill thing. And God bless. I, I think that's awesome that if, if I, he's one of their best ambassadors, he's I think one of their only, <laughs> and everybody else kind of well, joins. Nowadays, probably he only yeah. He, everybody else kind of joins him, but he's kind of like the the focal point and and the face of all that goodwill. And good, you know what? If if and I, I said to him also, I said to Rob, I was like, at some point, I guarantee that he will have a backstage role um, as a producer or something mm-hmm. down down the road. Talent relations, something, yeah, absolutely, something backstage because it seems like his career is is over. <laughs> it seems like he's yeah. Not, I think him sliding underneath the ring was like was, was like nah, Vince was not. like all right, maybe, maybe, maybe we go a different direction, <laughs> Titus, but we'll keep you. <laughs> that was that was something else, um, but yeah, they 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 kept him around even with the uh, the infamous uh, backslap of of Vince McMahon uh, that heard around the world where he got in trouble for for that. If you remember that couple several years ago, actually. He, uh, Vince McMahon was walking towards the back uh, with uh, the ramp, and every, all the boys were around him, and he slapped him in the back and uh, kind of like an attaboy. And Vince wasn't uh, too pleased with that. But even after all that, he is still the face of, of goodwill with WWE, and um, he's going to host Mania with Hulk Hogan. Yes. One of these things is not like the other. So we shall see. <laughs> we shall see what happens. Uh, um, I'm just very curious to see see how that goes. Uh, but as far as a Hall of Famers go, um, we have for 2021, 2020, we had, we said uh, NWO, Bella Swings, we mentioned, uh, JBL, which is uh, very well deserved. 
uh, British Bulldog. Long overdue, too, if you ask me. British Bulldog, long overdue as well. Way long Way overdue. Way long overdue, even more so than JBL. Um, and even even probably just as, as much as British Bulldog, Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, also way overdue. way overdue. But it makes sense because he just retired. True. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah, he had yeah. tired maybe a month before that announcement. Right. Which was a year ago recently. Yeah. I remember I remember sharing that 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 link on Facebook. It's pretty recent. It was a it was almost a year ago. Pretty recent. It was over a year ago now. Um and all those names though, I last time we talked about the twenty twenty inductees, it was probably WrestleMania of last year. Um yes. one of those too names, big for one night. Too big for one night. One of those names that I mentioned last year, going way back in the pod and, and didn't mention just now, one David Batista. Yeah. He is not part of the 2020 class. Um, and That's it's interesting. The WWE website no longer lists Batista as part of the class of 2020. The company lo- no longer lists the write-up for Batista's induction either. He's still mentioned in the headline, but the article has been removed. This seems to confirm uh, the exclusive report that Batista is not going to be part of the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Um, and this was brought up a couple weeks ago. And uh, no... no uh, given reason, but Batista will not be part of the 2020 class. I don't know why. It's uh, nobody knows. <laughs> as because of, as right like now, he nobody. went to AEW, right? Well, I mean, listen, Bischoff. Bischoff is, uh, as I like to say, he's uh, he's on a a la carte basis with hiring yes. <laughs> in AEW. It's like hey, we need you here. We'll pay you per per night. They'll give you like these these daily contracts. And McMahon, like I said before, McMahon kind of swallowed his pride and still inducted they gave him anyway. Fish off ten day contracts. See how he does. <laughs> so <laughs> so he's he's going to go from uh, from judging and and, and uh, hosting uh, town halls in uh, AEW to being uh, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Such a glow up. It really is. <laughs> it really is this, this guy. Uh, speaking of Vinnie Mac. Um, Let's talk about we always talk about the the future of WWE and where it would go without him, and it was brought up on uh, Bloomberg Business of Sports. Miss Stephanie McMahon, uh, Levesque, basically uh, said, and I quote, uh, in, in talking about uh, future plans and and the company being run without him. Without Vince McMahon, she said, uh, quote, I do think a lot of the institutional knowledge is important, particularly with regards towards the core content, but it's also surrounding our business with strong, smart executives, and that's exactly what we have. So I do think it's the marriage of institutional knowledge, the incredible production value, the creation of talent IP and storylines, and really strong business executives to help us expand. I think it's a combination of things. I don't think there will be a person-to-person replacement for Vince McMahon. He does too much. The landscape would look different, however it shakes out, but I think it's a marriage of those things. So basically all those words mean that it won't be one person that's that'll take over for him. It'll be a conglomerate of different people. It won't be Vince McMahon, but it will be people in the McMahon Levesque family. Yes. Mainly, it's the only way it goes. Mainly Triple H. Um, yes. Yeah. Mr. Helmsley. <laughs> Mr. Helmsley. Uh, running the show there. So, listen, the, the talk has been brought up. Uh, he's 75 years old now. He's 75. and 75. Still, still has no, no sign of him stepping down anytime soon. No. But um, for, We, we for, were supposed to get him stepped down when 
when Triple H came out in a fucking suit and long hair <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. It was like, Way back Pops? <laughs> I was supposed we to want you to go home with your grandkids. Whatever he said. I don't, yeah. I don't forget what he said. That whole spiel. Um, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, fortunate or unfortunate <laughs> for fans that are looking for something different in their wrestling Um it's it's been it's been very spotty <laughs> to say the least. Vince McMahon, in in his tenure as owner of and CEO of WWE, we can we can say as fans, it has been not the most consistent. And no, it's been a fun ride. It's been a great ride. It's it's been you know it's, wrestling has been a huge part of my life uh, as a, as a kid. Oh, yeah. and my dad taking me to shows at the County Center in White Plains. You know I, I'll never forget that. Um, uh, looking looking forward to bringing my kids to to matches, but it's it all brought on by him. He he is the man to make wrestling uh, uh, a worldwide phenomenon. It's solely on him because he basically what 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 he was the one to make wrestling great again. <laughs> <laughs> but he made wrestling. I couldn't hold that in. <laughs> It was too funny. He made wrestling what it is uh, on a global scale because he thought outside the box, and there was this unwritten rule back in the day that you could have these 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 territories. I'm, I'm speaking on just the things we already know, but a uh, quick recap that he's it was all on in these territories in the 60s and 70s that uh, went throughout the country, and you own different people own their different areas, and never was it ever thought of to take one company and just basically dominate all the territories you know what he was basically like you know what screw you all i'm just gonna do my thing and this is it so you can take your nwa title you can take this this territory your um your southern wrestling and i'm just gonna do my thing and make it blow up and that's exactly what he did yeah and so you know what wrestling would not be where it is now without him and with that being said sometimes (laughs) and as we've said before and we'll say again sometimes it's time to pass the baton and if you are not if you're not showing that you are aware of reading the room it, it might yes. be it might, but who's there's no, the thing is though that he's also and there's also reports too that he's surrounding himself with yes men all over the place uh Bruce Pritchard being his main yes man so he always did that though. he always did that but the 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 thing also that if you if you watch the uh documentary which is really good on Pat Patterson he was his no man, and so when you have that one person that's, that's basically telling you that that's a sucky idea, and that person's gone, all, all you have are yes men. So sometimes you know the ideas will start coming out that are uh, crappier than than most, and so I'm hoping at some point we we see with Triple H and, and NXT and Shawn Michaels with NXT. Uh, and the ideas that are are coming out of there, we see it sometimes when McMahon is not in the building, and and SmackDown is being run by Triple H, and it's such a different show. You can just tell. Uh, oh, we, look at the look at the SmackDown right after Survivor Series. Nope, the Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, leading up to Survivor Series, that was all him. All it him. was one of the best wrestling shows. Yeah, ever that I can remember. Ever, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was just like it was. It was like a. a, a combination of of nexus and uh like it was his own thing like you know they came in they 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 interrupted everything they took over destroyed had a match it was a proper invasion angle for the time one of the best matches of all time in all time i'm saying in in colin bryan that was absolutely yes. outstanding 
um it could not have been done and that's that was just because of i mean the the circumstances that lent itself to it that they couldn't have most of their their talent fly back um but they played right into it and say listen we it's it's great timing because we're going about to have uh mania come up in a couple months let's have NXT showface and they can be part of this whole thing um yeah so and it worked out it worked out great but at some point we have to kind of shift and it's not going to happen anytime soon my my long-winded uh, no. speech uh there so Vince McMahon stepping down th- those plans basically it's uh Stephanie McMahon saying it's going to be just a conglomerate of people um also last week we didn't mention the fact uh, uh let's talk about it now uh one Jason Jordan and how this story just basically snowballed downhill quickly <laughs> um so his wife April Everhart Received a text saying that uh, uh, that she from another woman saying that she had cheated with uh, her husband, with April's husband, uh, Jason Jordan. And then it became two, and then it became three, and then it just the onslaught just came on. The yeah. deluge then it became twelve. Yeah, the deluge of my SAT word for the day um, uh, of reports came out, and she said, uh, "I don't know if people feel like they are helping." When I have received dozens of names, messages, pictures, and videos, it's just too much. I am only human, and I really just can't take it anymore. This was said uh, on Instagram after everything was said and done. So she basically, initially, she said on Instagram, she said, if you if you want them, have them. <laughs> take them. Um, and then it just kept coming and coming and coming. And then she she posted this thing, and she deleted it. so did he. Ha-ha. And she, she deleted all those, those posts. You. Oh, you're very welcome. That was good. <laughs> she deleted all those posts uh, about, and you can have them, and and then came out with this statement about uh, it's it's too much, and she is just I can't imagine like you just getting all these these notes of uh, oh, and then another woman coming out saying that I I was pregnant by him and then I got an abortion. Just not a good look. <laughs> this all happened. Ooh, this all not. happened in the span of like two three days. It wasn't like it was like yeah. over a span of time. Like we, no. we we're seeing this now with um, Deshaun Watson and. Uh, like yeah. his 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 whole thing. also has twelve allegations against him. Twenty, twenty. It's now twenty. <laughs> oh, it was four three days ago. Yes, it's now twenty. Speaking of of things Holy that happen very shit. quickly, that this is along those same lines. Uh, about twenty women, yeah, have come out against Jesus. Deshaun Watson, saying that uh, you know the, the the massages that that he's getting um, that he kind of wanted to take advantage of it yeah a little further. So yeah. So we're at, we're at about twenty with Deshaun. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'd love to see now where that goes because he he was on uh, on total sidetrack here. He was on on route to get like a huge contract. Uh, Judging with- by the allegations, I'm going to say <laughs> yes. he's going to wind up in New England under the tutelage of one Robert Kraft. He- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Deshaun. I know that you. I don't know why I have him sound like Vince McMahon. You like Listen, massages, Susan brother. You like massages. I like massages. I think you and I would be great, and you throw a football for us, and I'll pay you millions. And you have your backup is uh, Cameron, <laughs> is uh, yeah, Cam Newton. <laughs> so uh, you know, you can have him there, and uh, you you here's here's a you know you'll you'll get uh, 40, 40 million a year. Here, take it. Jesus. Um, <laughs> And he'll he'll get it. It's just it, I I can't imagine there will be a team like that or like uh, the Vegas uh, Raiders who will take yeah. them and uh, you know uh, they don't care about situations like that. But uh, it's, I'm just 
I'm fascinated by that story and and how he was so close, <laughs> so close to to getting away. But I, I I know you love conspiracies, and we'll we'll talk really quickly. I thought about you when I hang I on. This. Let me get my tinfoil hat. Yes, put put it on. Put on the tinfoil hat. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he has a real one. Um, <laughs> there it is. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, do you think? In, in hearing the story, the timing of the story was it, it, this is going to go either one one of two ways. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the idea that he, it, all this came out now, that the Texans knew and held it back and are now just putting it out there because he doesn't want to play for the team. Either way, it doesn't look good for the Texans. It doesn't look good for him also. But the Texans are in a bad spot here because either they, they held held back on this information that they knew or they it, it's, it's kind of a weird... There's one of two ways that this can go Mm -hmm. in the conspiracy world. You either have it that the way you said Mm -hmm. that the Texans actually knew about this and as the biggest fuck you to Deshaun Watson, they go, well, now it's going to get out there and they have somebody leak it to quote unquote leak it to the press and then it'll tarnish Deshaun Watson's reputation. Mm -hmm. The other way it goes is that this is all a lie and that they may have had a couple women the the Texans that be mm-hmm. they would have a couple women come out and say hey do this for us right right <laughs> and then other women just see that and go well i can get a payday mm-hmm. and that's how it snowballs into 20 20 like oh I can't, I, I can't say that number without laughing 20 women i'm sure one that's, of them that's so many i'm sure one of them it's was either like that or he likes rubbing ducks <laughs> well, who doesn't I'm sure one of them was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure one of them was like, "Girl, there, take call this number." Like you can now. Be- now, why does you gotta sound like that? <laughs> because I can say that. Because I'm half black. I can- <laughs> <laughs> I Girl, take this number. Maybe she- maybe she's she has a white friend. Let's listen. Uh, 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 Stephanie, take this number. Girl, <laughs> Steph, take this. <laughs> Karen, take this number. Karen. <laughs> That's better. That's better. <laughs> Helen, take this uh, number and you're going to hear about that. <laughs> it's the whitest girl that I can find. Uh, <laughs> Gertrude, take Gertrude, this. Gertrude, please take this. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, and that's on. our uh, lawsuit talk. For the the lawsuit talk. We always have these lawsuit, <laughs> lawsuit talk. Uh, speaking of possible lawsuit talk, which I, I probably won't happen, but let's talk about Charlie Caruso and with with this whole thing that happened last week, also. Yes. Um, so big she, fan of Damian Priest, if you, <laughs> which which apparently was the cherry is on the top reason. is the reason why. Which everything happened though. There was other things that happened, but that was like the cherry on top to kind of give her the boot. So she may have already been fired by WWE. Uh, she was quickly replaced. Um, Raw talk uh, backstage as far as doing interviews with this gentleman, this English gentleman. I forgot his name. Was um, she fired? She or or was her contract up and they just let it run out? Um, because that's what I heard. I heard that her contract was up and they just let it go. So okay, so I'm I'm as I as I'm reading this uh, on my screen, I do see that uh, the the contract was uh kind of it's 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 still going on. It's still happening right now as far as, far as her contract, but they were kind of waiting it out in the last days of it. Um, 
she was fired at the company. This is according to <laughs> according to Dave Meltzer was asked about Caruso's situation. Uh, he has been told that she's fired and that the company is also waiting out her contract. And wow. it's really not clear what's going on, but her situation isn't getting better. She's gone from the company, according to Meltzer. I've heard she was fired, and I've heard that they're not going to use her, and they're waiting for her contract to be out. Uh, I don't know which one of these is accurate, but you know she had too much heat with too many different people, and that was a story. That's why the new guy was brought in to replace her. Um, so she got heat from Randy Orton, from Sheamus, and from a couple others for being late to interviews. Uh, not expected to be back on television. Paul Heyman actually took a dig <laughs> at, uh, uh, at her on Talking Smack with uh, Kayla Braxton. Basically said, uh, they, they like, oh, what was it? They let go of the wrong... They let go of the wrong female announcer. Wrong female. <laughs> wrong, yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, that, that was it. Wrong female journalist. They, they fired the go. wrong journalist. <laughs> and, and Kayla basically just put her, her uh, head in her hands. Um, so yeah, so and then and then the, the the topper which you mentioned before was when she was interviewing Damian Priest. Yes, and uh, and our truth was there, and she said, "I like DP." <laughs> he referred to Damian yeah. Priest, double entendre. Um, they both come on DP. What are you talking about, Charlie? You like him? Yeah, I like DP. Yeah, I like DP. <laughs> oh, Charlie. They they both were like ah. Uh. <laughs> but they both looked at her like I don't understand though because uh, like, I don't understand how our truth. Well, see, I think our truth was genuinely it would, by that reaction that he had. If you watched it, it looked like he was genuinely just the handing it to her, not like setting up a joke. She took no. it. She took it and made it a joke. <laughs> yeah. She, I, but but here's the thing: Did she know that <laughs> she had to have known what she was saying? <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. Right. I'm sure, if you if you watch her Instagram post, I'm sure you know. I feel that. like if you're over the age of 18, you I'm have sure. to know what she's saying. <laughs> if you look at any of her Instagram and, and Twitter posts, yes, she knows what she's saying. <laughs> so. Some great, some great content there. Um, so yeah. So what's the likelihood of of us seeing uh, uh, Charlie Caruso and Dasha, two of the most gorgeous jur- wrestling journalists on the planet, ta- yeah. team up together to report on AEW? Charlie Arnold. Oh my god. <laughs> the two of them should just, just make, which would make sense because make ESPN is done with WWE, right? They're done. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's not done. She's not done with ESPN. Ooh, maybe she goes to TNT. She works with Shaq. <laughs> she could be on, uh, yeah, on their NBA show. Um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. <laughs> I love DP. Anyway. Do you now? Charlie Caruso, not me. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love Charlie Caruso. I love Charlie Caruso, and I love that she loves DP. So, and Damien Priest. Mm, Damian, pause. Damien Priest is all right, too. So, uh, <laughs> uh before we get into the week, the weeks that that were, <laughs> she she loves some DP. Uh, let's go over really quickly. Uh, did you have anything else? I'm sorry. Do you have anything else uh, to talk about here? Because I know it was a lot of stuff that happened last uh, week. A couple more things involving New Japan, actually. Sure. Uh, Impact Wrestling Sacrifice pay per view mm-hmm. was last Saturday, the 13th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it saw. The tag team of Finn Juice <laughs> defeat the Good Brothers uh, for the Impact. I want to get that right. The Impact Tag Team Championships. That makes sense. Why they didn't have the belts? Okay. Yes, that wasn't, I guess, the biggest story of the night, but it, it was big because you know, Finn Juice is contracted to New Japan, mm-hmm. and they, I guess, are just not allowed to travel there, or relatively so. So 
do Finn Juice appear on AEW is my question. It's part one. Well, I mean, everybody from from Impact hasn't shown up on AEW and vice versa. So but they're not Impact. They're New Japan. That's that. I just but I love Juice Robinson. Yeah, he's amazing. And after I found out he's going out with Tony Storm, I love him even more. This guy. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. The biggest thing from that night was that Rich Swan, yes, that Rich Swan, the Rich Swan, yes, <laughs> the one that was defeated fired from Moose. WWE. Exactly. He defeated Moose mm-hmm. to unify the Impact and TNA World Championships. Unbelievable. And he will face Kenny Omega at Rebellion in a couple weeks or a month or so mm-hmm. uh, in a title versus title match. And the Belt Collector saga has started. <laughs> I, first of all, again, I can't believe that... Re- <laughs> It, it, another man's trash is one man's trash. Another man's uh, glory here. So, the fact that you let go of this guy who was a two hundred five er for life in WWE, yeah, and is now a double world a double world heavyweight champion in Impact Wrestling. Uh, yeah, I mean, what? I, I don't know if, if if we just go. I'm just circling back to what we just talked about with Vince. I, I don't know if he just is unaware of seeing talent in people or. Seeing what he wants to see in people, or he has a certain type. He definitely has a certain type. He's always had a certain type. It's a big guy, 6'5 yeah. and above. 6'4, 220. Yeah, exactly. Who's just jacked and, and, yeah, 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 and knocked it. out of chisel. Uh, you know, it's, uh, chisels out of stone and, and <clears throat> just is is that kind of you know, persona. And he's definitely not that. <laughs> Rich Swan is a cruiserweight uh, through and through in WWE, but he's a world champion anywhere else. And. I, it just it just doesn't make sense that you let go. I understand why he was let go. I think it was the the, the circumstance at that moment where he was un, under the the Me Too umbrella, and so it was kind of like, all right, you just had another accusation. You got to go. Um, but imp- Impact took him on, and and uh, yeah, now we see where he's at. Yeah, and the last thing that I have because I first of all, it's Rich Swan, the whole thing is like they they total they screwed the pooch with him. Mm-hmm. They really did. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. Imagine a Rich Swan versus Jordan Devlin match right now. Woo. Unbelievable. Woo. Unbelievable. Uh, the last thing I got, there was a 7.2 magnitude earthquake during a New Japan show while Jay White was in the ring. <laughs> really? Yeah. The show was stopped for about a half hour, and after Jeez. that, it was determined that it was safe to continue. Unbelievable. But that's it. A hila- it was a hilarious article I read. Like You just see the whole thing, the, the camera shaking, the ring shaking. And Jay White's just sitting there like, I guess we're just going? What's going on? He was the only one in the ring at the time. There were other people, okay. you know, ringside and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. he was just the only one in the ring. Can you imagine? No, I can't. <laughs> never never been through an earthquake. Actually, maybe one or two, but that's it. I can't. Just uh, 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Earthquake. Jay White's just going, so back elbow? Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are we not gonna? Are we gonna still do this and not die? Um, <laughs> just, just crazy. Um, oh, I, I also forgot to mention the fact that uh, Jim Cornette is gonna die <laughs> at some point um, because oh, I was thinking Jim Crockett. I was like, no, not Jim Crockett. No, he, I think he's already he's already gone. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette is is Jim Cornette is rest in peace. Jim Cornette is built is digging his own grave. Yes, many times over <laughs> yep. with with the comments that he's made. 
about Penelope I think he Ford. might have already reached the other side of the earth <laughs> with how far he dug <laughs> did it. They, did they push him, push him down? He is he's basically called Penelope Ford. This this happens, I want to say, like late two weeks ago, like not even last yeah. week. Um, yeah, yeah, it happened over the weekend of like two weeks ago that he came out in, uh, on his podcast, basically called Penelope Ford slutty. Um, yeah, uh, it, 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 fewer words than he actually used. Um, and uh, <laughs> you just say, "Well, this shoe fits." Is that what you're saying? I didn't say anything. <laughs> you're, you're, I wish we could just record this this uh, the Zoom and see. Yeah, we could have, but we don't. And I didn't say nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. I'm kidding. He <laughs> he said that he's going to get killed by Miro. He's going to get killed by like Miro. He's going to get killed. Miro is going to crush him. Miro had comments uh, basically for him. And then Kip Sabian, who is now Penelope Ford's uh, husband, said it's going to be happy, basically paraphrasing, but it's going to be a happy day uh, when we're going to rejoice when he dies. <laughs> you want to know the funniest part about it mm-hmm. is that Joey Janela will probably help Miro and Kip Sabian kill Jim, Cr- Jim Cornet. Now, why is that? Because Joey Janela is like the number one target of jim Cornette all the time okay see i didn't know that so much so that i think la- uh, two years ago he dressed up as jim Cornette with the red he had a red velvet tux he had the tennis racket, had the racket. everything mm-hmm. it was hilarious but it's funny because that joey janelle and penelope ford were a thing for a while yes that's why it's funny that's why it's also funny <laughs> so you're just like did we just become best friends <laughs> yep yep <laughs> yeah the enemy of my enemy is my friend um, the enemy of my, the, en- the enemy of my enemy will help me kill the other <laughs> kill, and then it'll be a joyous day. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, uh, mm. Miss uh, uh, Miss Morrison, Miss John Morrison, <laughs> um, who is about to make her debut soon. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there because she's amazingly hot, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she'll be. So I call her a knockout. I uh, see what you get paid for this. <laughs> Oh, impact! Uh, <laughs> so she'll be making her debut in in uh, NXT pretty soon. Um, I have. Uh, did you have anything else before I, I was going to go into the fast lane card for tonight? No, I do not. Let's go into that then. I have. Let's see here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now, this pay per view has been as much pay per views are usually with WWE. Put together very hastily and kind of like here, just throw it against the wall and, and we'll just do this and it's fine. So we have Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, taking Alexa Bliss. <laughs> taking Alexa Bliss. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to take that into a DQ because this is just uh, guaranteed. I'll, I'll put the, uh, my this month's rent <laughs> on the fact that it's just setting up The Fiend versus Randy Orton for WrestleMania. Yeah, I think we might actually get The Fiend coming out. Which is amazing. Which which is crazy because you haven't seen him in since he Brody was, died in December. So yeah, you since, haven't seen him since Brody passed. Since he was burned alive. <laughs> since yeah. him and his mannequin and were burned right, alive. And right right after that is when Brody died. Yeah, yeah. So and you have you just haven't seen. I haven't him. seen him since. Um, it, it, oh, it, imagine if he comes back as Husky Harris, so like a chiseled Husky Harris. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> He's, it's definitely going to be where she's going to do the, the jack in a box thing that she does, and then it's actually going to pop open, and then it'll be it'll be him. Um, we have Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Seth Rollins. Uh, I got also possibly another DQ. Okay. Which I don't want to say. I, if not, it's going to be Seth Rollins with Cesaro coming out and beating the dog shit out of him after. Or what, what happens if... Uh, 
Cesaro turns on Shinsuke and is part of Seth Rollins' crew. Ooh. You haven't seen you haven't seen Cesaro in like two or three weeks. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Move but over. then Shinsuke against both of them? Shinsuke against uh, Cesaro. I mean, Shinsuke yeah. has to have somebody with him. Who does Shinsuke have with him? Hmm. I don't know. Shinsuke's always been a loner. He's a <laughs> never mind. Loner. He's always been a lone wolf. A lone wolf. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman taking on Shane McMahon, which I think will still be held off. That's until, a fast lane. I, I, I was just about to say. I think that that'll still be held off. Like they'll have this match, and then something will happen where it's another DQ or some shit will happen where it's being pushed back to to Mania again. Yeah, I, I feel like this whole night's going to be just like he's going to come out and call him stupid, and then they're going it, to. It, it'll be a he won't make it to the ring or some shit yeah, some, like that. Some ridiculous it's be some some bullshit. <laughs> Is this going to be a night of DQs? Fastlane is just going to be, I feel like it's just going to be like. Because honestly, I see the smack to the, the Universal Championship going that way too. This is going to be such a, yeah, yeah. This is going to be such a way. I feel like that that's going to happen and then it's going to be set up for, well, we'll get to that. To triple, uh, triple threat. Triple threat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, we're on the same page with that one, but keep going. McIntyre versus Sheamus. Another DQ. Uh, see, no, I'm I, kidding. I, <laughs> I feel like. It has to be McIntyre. I feel, I feel McIntyre is going to win this because he's, he's going into, it has to be on the up note with uh, his match against uh, Lashley. Exactly. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Crews. Ooh. Yeah, I would have thought this would have been a mania match. I do too. But then who does Big E face at, if if Big E wins, mm-hmm. who does he face at Mania? See, I would have thought that it would have been Sami Zayn, but after seeing SmackDown this week, having Sami Zayn go against uh uh, Kevin Owens at Mania will yes. blow my mind that's hole. The, that's the only way it can go. <laughs> blow my mind hole. I would. I and the both of them. Sitting... Uh, the both of them jump off the ship. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm I'm all for that match. Make that the main event. That, that's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need for the two nights is that that match, and we're good to go. Um, uh, honestly, I might give it to Apollo. Okay, if he's got his goons with him, <laughs> his, I yeah. might give it to Apollo. His goons and his fake accent, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about that much either about the fact that he's he's now this new persona and he, oh he has this new uh, Kofi, yeah. Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Uh, Some might say it's Wakandan. <laughs> Some might say. I mean, come on, like it's 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 pretty Chadwick Boseman esque. Rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, uh, it it just came out of, out of absolutely nowhere and it's it's yeah. Uh, the, the, but because the, the first promo why do we keep that doing he this cut? Stuff? Yeah. I I don't agree with it. But the first promo that he cut was all in perfect English. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then at the end, he's like, and what my grandfather said. And then he just turned it on. It and now it's only on. Right. It's it's always on. It is always on. Um, so we had Apollo there. We had uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Uh, why? <laughs> why, do we, why do we keep doing this? Why do we keep having these champions... Tag with their opponents to face the champions. It'll be Shayna and Nia. I, I just don't understand why we keep doing this. You, you're for, for both. I think this is meant to only turn one of those two women heel, whichever one it could be. It's it, be it, honestly, it could be either one if you think about it. Because the whole, you think about the whole, they both the EST gimmick. Mm-hmm. You could turn that heel very easily, right? Because how many times did she said, "I'm the." I'm the EST. I'm the best. All the time. Mm. So you could just easily switch that real quick. She has been a heel. I mean, the next day she was a heel for a long time. Yeah. So, 
and now she's a baby face. But and 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 I don't know why they would not want to turn Sasha heel. I think Sasha's they, a great heel. I think they would turn Sasha heel for Bianca's benefit to win the title at Mania. Yes, to, to, I think they should have turned Sasha heel months ago, though. Yeah, I think it, it might happen tonight. It might, it might happen. Tonight. It might happen tonight. Uh, and then Roman Reigns taking on Daniel Bryan with your guest enforcer as established on SmackDown this past Friday with his defeat over Jey Uso, Edge. The rated R superstar. I, see, I noticed that you like, I think you should be an announcer. I would love to be an announcer. <laughs> Bring an That'd be awesome. I see, I see how you, uh, you pick up on, on, on the inflections. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so. I can do a good impersonation. Your, your Wakanda was, was outstanding. Wakanda um, forever. <laughs> Sound like a drunk Wakanda. Um, Reigns, no, that'd be Wakanda forever. <laughs> Reigns and Daniel Bryan <laughs> with Edge as a guest enforcer. <laughs> and I, and uh, I, again, as we said before, just, just to set up the fact that they're going to probably have a triple threat. At, uh, at so Mexico. I see this going two ways. Sure. The first way, DQ, Daniel Bryan comes out as, as a... Uh, like what Christian used to do back in the day. I just need one more shot. Mm-hmm. One more shot at the world's heavyweight championship. And he's going to get his shot, and, but yeah, we'll talk about that. And he will in a couple months, that's right, true. Right. I can see it going that way first. Mm-hmm. If Roman wins and and maybe Edge helps Roman win so that he can just get Edge one-on-one, or Edge can get Roman one-on-one. Right. The other possibility that was thrown around in my head was that you have Edge help Daniel Bryan win the title. Mm-hmm. And then you have Roman have his special counsel go to the higher-ups, the, the WWE owner-operator, Adam Pierce, <laughs> Owner-operator. <laughs> and you have him plead his case as to why it should be a triple threat. That's the way I see that going. Those two ways are the two possibilities I don't know which way it's going to go. Obviously, if I do, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I'd probably be working for Vince. You'd be running the writing team, right? Exactly. Right. With with Daniel and Edge. Yeah. But my heart wants it to go the second way. I think it should go the second way. Just give. give I think it should go the second give way. Give Brian the the belt for his all five seconds that he'll he'll have it. That's all fine and good, but Daniel Bryan walking into WrestleMania as the Universal Heavyweight Champion mm. for the last time. is a big deal. Yep. For for what could be the last time, what could be the last time, which most likely the last time, but yeah, more than likely, yeah, as a full time yeah wrestler, he'll come back part time, you know, shit like that. I like do it. the Brock Lesnar deal and stuff. You know what I mean? I like it. I'm all for it. I can't wait. <laughs> um, it's, it's actually not that bad of a card. If you really think about no, it, no, no, I, I have no complaints about the about the card. Um, other than maybe I, I, this is gonna sound weird, and I, I just feel like I'm getting on the bandwagon here. But uh, that's right. This is a safe space. It's just between you and me. Nobody else. <laughs> nobody else is listening. <laughs> Everybody, shut off your ear holes. Uh, I miss guys the, earmuffs. Earmuffs right, now. What are, you, what are you talking about, bud? <laughs> I, I, I miss the fact that Lashley's not on this card. Uh, I feel like it's it would be good momentum to go into mania uh to have another match with with him involved but it is what it is uh well if you do who would you have go against him if you didn't have mcintyre versus sheamus i would say you could have sheamus versus bobby because that sheamus match that he had we'll get to uh really quickly with raw 
was really good. Like, and yeah. and I mentioned this also when while watching it that Lashley and Sheamus, as outstanding of a match that was, it was a half hour. Like, it was almost thirty minutes uh, that he went. So the the idea that you have this big guy doing this this kind of wrestling and it's not like a five minute thing like Goldberg, which who by the way went on record as, as saying that he only did. He's only doing it now for the money, <laughs> as far as wrestling. No shit, Sherlock. But uh, that he he basically wants to have these. Are you telling me he doesn't want to pad his resume with more career with more career and wins and and having matches that last more than two minutes? Um, yeah. So he went on record as saying that. So the idea that Lashley can have these matches that go even longer than Lesnar, these matches, these big guy, big guy matches that can go for a long period of time, and and to give credit where credit is due, Sheamus has been absolutely killing it the last month. Absolutely yes. killing it. His match with with McIntyre, that no holds barred match, that uh, ended up in <laughs> how a no holds barred match ends up in DQ or I, I, I don't know. It wasn't really a DQ. It was like well, it's, it's, you know, just like that Hell in a Cell match that we don't talk about. It's, it's that one too. But that wasn't a DQ. That, that, there's a difference. That wasn't really a DQ. They both got knocked. No, that was out. a quote unquote refs stoppage. Refs stoppage. What? It's like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> they both got knocked out. Um. But that was a, that uh, was an incredible spot. Incredible. Like, you watch that slow motion. Yeah. They're just fucking <laughs> bad heads like. And you, when you rams. when you watch that too, this 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 happened last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. When when you watch that match, and you see like their angles of their heads behind the stairs, and I kept watching it, and seeing like how the hell did they look to see like when it was going to impact? Like they they both didn't have their heads like right there, but it was close enough that it looked like from whatever angle in the 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 V shape of those stairs that their head was in that they could have got knocked. It. I mean, you know, everybody was worried about Sheamus. I was worried about Drew. Drew took that and then leaped, <laughs> and then leaped over, over the barricade. <laughs> At least he was moving, though. Like Sheamus was just like dead on the ground. But uh, all that to say, Sheamus is, has been absolutely killing it, and uh, so is obviously Lashley as, as champion. So that match that they had this past Monday was great, and so I'm a little disappointed not to see him on the on the card. But you're right. Who, who would if he had have fought um, for the belt? There's, that, there's that no need for him to fight. Right. Would, that would not would have screwed up. You know, the the idea of having a story go into uh, Mania because he's going to fight yeah, McIntyre anyway. If, if you think about it, it's a little better that we don't have Bobby on this card because then it's like, are you just throwing in, him into a menial storyline slash match that we know Bobby's going to win to go into WrestleMania's champion? Which, with all that being said, expect him to be uh, part of that. <laughs> Another DQ um, <laughs> with the Sheamus and McIntyre match. My last thing before we get into uh, all, all the things that we miss with wrestling um, – uh, retribution, um, and that uh, the split of retribution <clears throat> is, seems to be in the works. And thankfully, thank God, we're going to pull the trigger on this very soon. Um, you telling me we're going to get Dominic Dijakovic back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I would know. love to see him. Might have a singles uh, T bar uh, by himself. It's it seems that T bar is only following Mace on social media now. So, that, so there's that. You know, ain't nothing changed but my limp. They have also switched up their names on Twitter yet, yet again. Uh, according to Fightful Select, a pitch was made from a high level, quote unquote high level, to change up the stable. It's unclear what will come with this idea, but it seems the plans are in motion. The idea is that the tentative plans were put in order for as early as this week. Uh, the writing could be on the wall for Mustafa's, Mustafa Ali's faction to splinter already. Please, that please, sucks. just just pull the trigger like old yeller. Just, just, just let's do yeah, it. Yeah, just take him out back and take him out, take him all <sighs> out back and just, just destroy this because it was. Yeah, I, I said it before. I will continue to say it. The worst faction of all time. 
<laughs> it's and I I I put uh the, the blue world order. I'm gonna put uh um, don't you say it. Don't you say it. <laughs> don't I'm, fucking say it. I, I swear to God, I'll hang up. It. I'll think I'll think about it. I, I won't say it. Um and uh like uh Right to censor, like all these these crappy. Right to censor. Yeah, these, that was a shitty one. We, we uh, I mentioned them last time too. Just all these crappy yeah. these crappy uh, factions. Just it was just so bad. It's just from from the the and the thing is the execution of it was great. Like the 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 bring up of it was was fine. Like you had these these guys that were going roughshod all over the place and destroying everything, and then you just had them job to every single person that they fought. Everything Why? was perfect. Up until the reveal, as that the reveal was the climax of retribution, mm-hmm. and everything after that has gone way down the shitter. <laughs> it really has. Shitter's full, as some would say. <laughs> Shitter's full. Um, the idea of having Mustafa as the the leader of it, uh, it, it kind of it, it's just kind of dead. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't seem like it, it had any build up to it. He, his idea was to. And he, as he explained in that one segment that that recapped everything in five a five minute uh, span, that he was the the guy, um, the the hacker. Uh, he's he, he was that guy. He he wanted to bring up all these these people that uh, the hacker GTV and GTV, yeah, he, he should yeah, he should he was just everything. He should he should have been everything, but he he wasn't. But uh, yeah, it just it was just dead from the start. And yeah. once you once you have if you you're gonna make that that bold of a statement to kind of destroy everything and then show nothing for it, just as such as life, you will get absolutely nothing. And that's exactly what's happening here with retribution. The honestly, the only person I'm worried about when this when this faction does split is Ali, is Mustafa Ali. I'm not worried about it because you could have. Why aren't you worried about him? Because I think he's he'll do great. <laughs> he'll be fine. He he's he's established himself already. This whole thing, right now, if anything. He's established himself to come out of this as the the golden boy to to push to another level, like whether it be an IC champion, a U- U.S. champion, at, l- at least that level. Like he he can do it. Better not be U.S. champion. I want Matt Riddle to hold that thing until he's dead. I th- you say that now. I, I at some point if this this faction breaks and he fights him again because since he had that fight uh, this past week against Riddle, uh-huh. I, I he'll take that belt off. I I I see that him taking that belt off and them having like another uh, a back and forth. But uh, I think a really underrated heavyweight championship match would be Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle. I'm just trying to think of everyone that's got fucking they, MMA background. They, they, they technically had it. I mean, with <laughs> when he was a U.S. champion, Lashley. Um, yeah, he didn't lose. But I'm belt. talking about like an AEW style, like just someone calling it on the fly. That would be an incredible match. Just be like, if Vince would give him the reins and then just go, just just do it. Just go. Don't talk about weed. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> drop that persona for one night. All right, and it's hard to do, but just just drop it and then uh, <laughs> just go. Yeah, just go lastly and, and fight it out. Uh, anything else before we get into stuff? Did you want to do Revolution now or later? Let's do Revolution now. Alrighty then. Let's do Revolution now because we definitely got to talk about that. Good God, <laughs> let's let's go over Revolution re- really quickly here. Yes. First things first, please. Quote from Bully Ray: "The only thing they remember is the finish. Is the finish. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yep, he quoted Vince. Now we can start talking about Revolution. Quote a quote of a quote. <laughs> a quote of a quote. A quote of a quote. Vincent and Kennedy McMahon, Bully Ray, Bully Joe Ray. Black, Joe." <laughs> 
A quarter of a quarter of a quarter. We're going too deep. It's like the down the rabbit hole here. I can't take it. It's the son of a son of a plumber. <laughs> uh, oh, Dusty. We had, uh, let's see here, kicking things off with, oh, man, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Like, by the time we finish all these recaps that we're about to go into, those two women gave you the match of the year. And I'm saying it now. <laughs> the match of the year. Yes, please. They had a better, yeah, whatever. They had a better death match than the actual build, di, bi, builded death match. I don't know. <laughs> Use your words. fucking match was better than Eddie and, uh, or or Moxley and Kenny. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And that was actually billed as a death match. That's a death match. This it's, should have been a fucking death match, but we'll get into we'll, that. We'll soon. get to that because that's the, uh, the highlight of of everything so far this year. Riho. And Thunder Rosa taking on Britt Baker and Maki Hito. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Britt Baker. Uh, who? Oh, Maki? Maki Ito. She, she's I'm, so I'm, funny. She's very funny, and I'm so sad that she's going back to Japan. She, she, Me too. She posted, her, on, she posted on Twitter that she's going back to Japan. And, she, and everything. Yeah. She's going back. <laughs> she tweeted that she's <laughs> going back to Japan, and basically, I'm paraphrasing. She said, uh, going back to Japan, uh, thank you all. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she said the last. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> she actually used those words. <laughs> I know. The last, I think, two weeks ago, the last shot of being the elite was yes. all of Dark Order going. Nobody can, re- can replace Anna. 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 Nobody re- can replace Anna. And then it just turns, and then you just hear a. There she is. Yeah, and there she is. <laughs> it's like, hello, motherfuckers. <laughs> she's Dude, like, it was so good. She's so good, and like, she's like. For for those who don't know, she's from Japan, and she, she may be seventy five pounds soaking wet. She's about a little. She's like a pound heavier than Rio, and she, yeah. her, her whole gimmick maybe like a year younger, a, a year younger. So she's like like two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like two and seventy five pounds. She's really young. Um, her whole gimmick when she comes out is she she will stand on the on the ramp. She has this 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 uh, techno. Like a uh, pop Japanese song, and then I think she was a singer in Japan. She has a, she point. has a good voice. She she sings to the song. I guess I I don't know. <laughs> According to I mean, it's, I didn't it understand like she had, it. Like I couldn't. It sounded like she had a good, good voice. voice. <laughs> it sounded like she had a good voice, but like that's her whole gimmick. Is she so so stand there and she she did that during the uh, the the royal also the the battle royal that they had. Um, like she'll stand there and just sing, <laughs> and while everything was going on around her. And she just doesn't care on, on social media. She'll curse you out. She gave up the double birds to uh, to uh, Dark Order. She said yep. they could. She said they couldn't dance. It was she's she's hysterical, and I'm I'm sad that I just found out about her now, and that she's already leaving. She said she's already leaving. Uh, all that to say is that um, she's got a hell of a headbutt too. She's a hell of a headbutt. Um, she, her her really make Harley Race proud. <laughs> her wrestling style is a little. <laughs> she has a little like a like a slower. Uh, move set like you know, it's it's not like like fast paced like Riho, but like it was it was still very entertaining a very entertaining match. Yes, uh, a, a wrestler that I would love to find out about her more, and then when COVID ends, that she can come back and and do more stuff with AEW. Um, Britt Baker actually it took the win and uh, <laughs> with a with a crutch, uh, using a Rebel's crutch uh, behind referee's back. These referees in, in AEW are just the Reba. Worst. Reba Rebel, uh, Reba not Rebel. not Rebel, right? Parentheses not Rebel. Um, I thought it was Rebel. Parentheses not Reba. 
I don't know. It's one of the two. I forgot. <laughs> I think it's not Reba. Not Reba. Um, anyway, and Britt Baker and uh, Maki take the take the win, and we will get back to Britt uh, Baker um, with this week's uh, Dynamite. Your AEW Tag Team Championship with uh, the Young Bucks taking on Jericho and MJF uh, after Papa Buck got his ass kicked. Um, match of the night for me. Hands down match of the night. Okay. Involving baseball bats and... Involving baseball bats, the near fall finishes. Like there were, there, see, this young, young is where love, I like. Young bucks love a near fall finish, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, they they absolutely love it. This is where I think that was used perfectly because it made it seem like MJF and Jericho were going to win it. Mm-hmm. Like some of them, you're just like, oh, I know he's going to kick out of that. I know he's going to kick out of that. Right. This was like, oh my god, is he going to kick out? And right. I was like, holy shit, he did. He did. Woo, <laughs> that was close. We almost had fucking Jericho and. MJF is tag champions. That would have sucked. That would that would have not only sucked, but then you know you can't have what uh, what would happen in the next couple couple days. Um, it, that's not a thing. It you, will be. You're putting up it the, fucking will be. Joe, Wardlow's gonna go out on his own, and then we're gonna get him with a fucking floor thrown up. <laughs> he's not. Joe put up his four <laughs> fingers in the Zoom screen here, and he is. Uh, he have he has the biggest heart on for if you don't if you're just joining us as far as. Uh, in the show, the history. Uh, let's let's do a very quick recap. Joe wants two two things. He's been wanting for the past ninety nine episodes. He's wanted a two, two or three, but go on. Queen of the Ring. Yes, that happen. was the first one. And the Four Horsemen to reunite. Doesn't matter where it is. <laughs> it could be anywhere. Nope. It could be anywhere. Doesn't matter where. No matter I, where. No, hang on. It does matter where. I mean, it, it has to be involved be with in, someone it that needs has to be in Stanford or in Jacksonville. Well, you're right. Those are the only two places that it matters. But someone that someone involved with them. Yes. That was part of the previous regime of Four Horsemen. Yes. Okay. So yep. <laughs> now that you know, Tully Blanchard is part of that, yep. and there's seven guys now. So and I the third <laughs> thing would be the Four Horsewomen versus the Four Horsewomen, which I'm not getting for at least another year. Yeah, it, that. That's, it, that's it, on the back burner. I know if she's ever. had a kid, blah, if, blah, blah, If blah. ever, yes. <laughs> so It's going to happen. It, uh, all three of those are going to happen. You, 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 okay. I've trademarked all three of them. You, know, listen, you just got to say that. <laughs> You just gotta say that, really. This way, nobody. Actually so we are ju- we are jumping the gun, but all yes. of them are trademarked. Oh. <laughs> so you get your money. So oh, we're we're jumping the gun, but the idea that Jericho and MJF lost this match, <laughs> and that will lead to many more other things that we're talking about right now. We're, we're jumping the gun with the Four Horsemen uh, talk, uh, the Casino Tag Team uh, Battle Royal, uh, QT Marshall. Again, Best part of the night for me. Getting into an argument with that Dustin, was it with Dustin Rhodes, <laughs> he took a, eliminating himself, eliminating himself. And QT Marshall is definitely turning heel at some point. Um, he is currently in the process of turning. Heel. Yes, absolutely. It Especially was, after what happened on Wednesday, on this past Wednesday. Um, so we we had uh, so QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, see Jack Evans. Uh, we had Stu Grayson involved. Matt Hardy. Um, Bear Country. Really quickly. <laughs> yes. Uh, in regards to Jack Evans, Jack Evans has a lot of heat backstage, apparently. Did you hear about this? I did not. Please. Have you seen the picture of Dark Order's number 10 and and negative one in the ring, and he's all bloodied up? Uh, 10 is all blood? No. So he had a match on AEW Dark, 10 versus Jack Evans. Okay. And I think he hit one of his splashes, and it caught him. Like, his elbow caught... 10 in the face and busted him open mm. bad okay this was right after amanda huber came out and said and kind of like went went against uh what everybody's saying as far as like oh you know 
it's not a good place to put your son and stuff like that and all, all that bullshit that, that that everybody's been saying about negative one being in the ring in AEW and stuff like that. And then this shit happens. Right, right. <laughs> and the only picture you really see is a bloodied Preston Vance right next to negative one, and they're both holding up Dark Order signs. Oh, jeez. It was a whole thing. The whole match has been scrubbed from the internet. Wow. All that stuff. He's got heat. And if you noticed, this week on Dynamite, mm. and Helico had a match against Ray Phoenix. Yes. yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Phoenix? Yep. And Jack Evans was not in his corner. He's not there. I, see, I, I, I noticed that, but I didn't know why. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know why either. And then as, you know, my... My uh, deep dive into the internet of professional wrestling. I was like, "Ooh, wow!" Clicked on that article. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, this guy. Um, let's see, Pack Ray Phoenix came in with Frankie Kazarian, John Silver, and Jungle Boy. Uh, those were the last five. I uh, left Pack and Phoenix the only the only complete team uh, down the stretch. And then Phoenix and Pack worked together to eliminate Kazarian, Silver, leaving Jungle Boy. Uh, just the three of them left. Um, and then uh, Phoenix managed to score uh, the elimination on Jungle Boy, and Death Triangle got uh, got the win. So they they have a future. The Angulo de la Muerte. Thank you very much. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Ensured a uh, future ta- tag title shot for Death Triangle, who technically now is only Death Duo. Uh-huh. because uh, uh, it's the the. It's not Death Triangle. There's not three of them anymore. No, I know that. I'm just trying to figure out how to say it in Spanish. Based on storyline here. Uh, well, is it because he still comes out with the Lucha Bros, Mexican, Cero Miedo Amigos in the ring? Right, like, but if you, the but, whole name of the song. But Ray Fe- <laughs> over and over again. But Ray Phoenix's music is different. Like, Death Triangle have their own music. Yes. So, yeah, they, they've... I, I think it's... I think it's... They're separate now. I think they, they've gone down two separate... Storylines, which is interesting, for that tag team basically separates, and Ray Phoenix goes into another tag team. El Duo de la Muerte. <laughs> it doesn't have the, like the same sound. It doesn't have the same sound. No, it doesn't. Uh, Hikaru Shida taking on. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. Rio Mizunami. Oh, I didn't butcher it. Oh, <laughs> I can't reach my back. Look at you. I can't pet myself. That's my brain hurts. Um. Shida obviously uh, defending that one, but I'm 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 a fan of Rio. I, I like her. I like her. I like her style. I think she's uh, very hard hitting, and I I would love to see more of like the, the Japanese side of of AEW's class. <laughs> and uh, which is funny because rewind two years and you're like, what is with all the Japanese? What is with all the Japanese AEW? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Why are they all here? And now they're all gone. As before COVID, they were all gone. Like we weren't getting a lot of them other than Riho because <laughs> she was the, the champion. Um, but yeah, uh, Ikaru Shida, I, I just love her so much. Um, so we had a retaining a title, a very good match in that one. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian taking on Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. I'm going on record now as saying that Miro and Kip after this, especially after this week, you're going to get another splinter uh, of yeah. that. And they're, they're done. I'm okay um, with that. I'm okay with it too. I'm okay with it too. Uh, Miro- I, I am enjoying Miro's refreshing start to his career. I agree. Like his restart. I agree. Uh, they took the win with this, by the way. Miro and Kip uh, took the win. They're, they're about to fight again because Chuck Taylor put the uh, the stipulation that he'll he'll be his his uh, butler forever. Um, if he, yes, if he, Charles. Charles, if he loses. 
But I think Miro needs to separate himself. This is nothing against Kip because I, I think he's a great wrestler. But I think Miro needs to separate himself from Kip if he is going to be taken seriously as a he main, needs to be a single eventer, star as a main eventer. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Kip and, and this whole thing, which is we'll we'll get to we'll get to dynamite this week because Miro had a, a very <laughs> very funny line with uh, Kip Sabian about his wife being ringside. Um, and, I remember that. Yeah. Miro, if, if anybody knows, Miro definitely knows about that. Uh, Hangman Adam Page taking on Matt Hardy in the big money match. A winner takes the loser's first quarter earnings <laughs> for 2021. I don't know why Vince never thought of that. I'm just being honest. Like that was such a good, it is a good stipulation it is to a, a match. Good, yeah, it is absolutely good. Yeah, absolutely good. Great stipulation. So much so, and and Adam Page took this one. Um, I'm t- my guarantee. I'm telling you, Adam Page at some point, if it won't be this year, but next year, Adam Page will be a heavyweight champion. I had actually um, said, oh, "Go on, you you first. No, good, good. I was going to talk about the match. I had actually said last year, when Adam pa- two years ago, I think now, when Adam Page was facing Chris Jericho to become the first ever AEW World Champion. Yes, I said I wanted it to be Hangman, but I don't think it's going to be. And I thought they would have waited a year. And honestly, back then I was like, I don't know how they can wait a whole year to make this man World Champion. He needs to be World Champion now." Now, all right, it makes a lot See, of sense. See, that's just, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It made just all the sense. Just get him way more over than he was with the crowd. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Right, right. So he's not, right. At the time, Jericho was just world-renowned and, and Adam Page was not. Yeah, and you're starting a television show. You're starting, right. a, you're starting a whole Jericho's company. A you're, starting a, right, you're starting a whole new company that you need to have someone that has, that has some sort of clout. And Jericho was it. So he was the right, yeah. man, right man at the right time. Um, and Page will be the right man at, at some time. And so uh, it, it will come sooner rather than later. The, the the funny thing about this entire match is that since Adam Page won this, I love that wrestlers will play out uh, kayfabe no matter where they are. So now that social media is a thing, Matt Hardy's wife went on a tirade, yes. a tirade <laughs> on Matt Hardy, so pissed off that he lost <laughs> because he's like, I, I you can't believe you lost our, our money and blah blah blah. It was just, it was just so it's so good that See, they now, can continue to go keep it going even like outside of the ring. I want to make an addendum to what you said, please. You had just said that kayfabe is not real anymore, right? <laughs> not it, it just you said that kayfabe doesn't exist essentially. Well, I mean, this I I guess I proved myself wrong. This is the new era of kayfabe. Mm-hmm. You just play into it on Twitter. But I know that, and it's, so everybody knows that. Yeah. But it's so it, it makes it so much more enjoyable to kind of see like, oh, they're still they're still living that life here. <laughs> like exactly, it, it's okay. I I get it. I'm not saying it's I didn't say, wasn't saying it's dead. <laughs> I just feel well, like you might not have just said we have definitely been on the show saying kayfabe is not a real thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And as honestly as the past 99 episodes has gone, I keep realizing that we've just shifted into a new era of kayfabe. Different era, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got the ruthless aggression era, then all that shit, and now we are in the new kayfabe era, which means you play into it as much as you can on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Especially especially on, on a, a platform like Twitter. where it just... It's all about blurring the lines. Yeah. Very true. And if you look at Matt Hardy's Twitter, I'm pretty sure he just put in a brand new fucking pool. <laughs> so, how much of it did he actually lose? That's right, if if any at all. Um, the face of the revolution ladder match. 
We got Cody Rhodes yes. versus Penta El Zero Miedo versus Scorpio Sky versus Lance Archer versus Matt, Matt, Max Caster versus Ethan Page. Ethan That's right. Page is all ego. Your, your all ego, your surprise entrance into this uh, match. So here's and, a question uh, really quickly I have. Do you think, you know who Burt Kreischer is? Yeah, we talk about this all the time. He's, he does his comedy with no shirt on. He's the host of the big show. Okay, and I just have to make sure. A lot of people don't know. Yes. Two years ago, Ethan Page was Impact were, uh, Impact Tag Team Champion. Mm-hmm. He went on Burt's podcast, the Burt Cast, and he gave a really good interview to well, him. That's the name of the show. I love it. And the whole... It's such so easy. The Burt Cast. <laughs> the Burt Cast. Whatever. He... Gave him a great interview, mm-hmm. and the whole time I'm thinking it was like his the first wrestler he's ever had on. Like they talked about wrestling a little bit, okay. weight stuff, whatever. Because he was not like Ethan Page wasn't always in the best physical shape. He wasn't no slouch like me or Bert <laughs> or, or me. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I didn't want to say you. Yeah, I'll say me. It's fine. You're right in front of me. I like to be all right. He wasn't a fat ass like you or me. Is that better? Thank you. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> but. It came to my head watching this, watching him debut, and I'm like, oh, what if you think Burt got Ethan the gig at AEW? How would he have done that? Because Burt just got done with a TV show starring Cody Rhodes. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. a stretch. It's I know a stretch. That, but, you <laughs> okay. know, it's wishful thinking. That, all right. <laughs> Wait, was Ethan Page... Please correct me if I'm wrong, because I have no idea about like Impact Wrestling. I, I, whatever. I barely know, and I'll what? It was Ethan Page. Who was Karate Man? Ethan Page. It was Ethan Page. Okay, all right. It was. So it, it in, was. in his last match with Impact Wrestling, he had probably the worst. Yep, uh, against uh, himself. Cinematic match ever against yep. himself. He fought himself. Mm-hmm. I see why he left. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? I, it does make sense. I see why he left. That was what an awful. He was in Canada, window. so it was not. It, he wasn't at the top of everybody's list because he was in Canada, and the travel restrictions are still, you know, right. kind of hard to get through. Right, right. But just an awful way to, <laughs> awful yeah, way to go. And also, company. I was right. I just want to say that with, kind of. I said Ethan Page is one of the people that is going to debut. Right. But I didn't think it would be him. But I did say Ethan Page. I put it out in the universe. It's me. I did it. Bitch, you get I did it. Thank you. Right, you, you only get half. You only get half. Because you were, you were half fine. Right. I got the woo. That's all I needed. <laughs> you was right. I'll finish it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> woo. Oh, oh man. God. Woo. Our friends are going to hate that. My friend is going to hate that. <laughs> you're just isolating that. I'm going to get a text message. I already know it. <laughs> you know, you weren't right, Joe. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was half right. Um, anyway, face of the revolution ladder match with all the gentlemen I just uh, mentioned, and again, Penta is on his own. He, he has like this new uh, uh, interpreter now, who is uh, Mexican. Uh, yes, uh, uh, announcer Alex Abrahentes, and he does with Triple A or who's he with? No, he's with AEW. He's actually uh, oh, they're, they're Spanish in B- in BTE. I think oh, he's yeah, okay. also a Spanish announcer. Just judging by what had happened mm-hmm. two weeks uh, uh, two weeks ago mm-hmm. on AEW with him and Penta at the same announce desk at the same time, right. I'm going to assume he's also the Spanish announcer. Gotcha. They, they, they said that, actually, um, when they were 
introducing or, or uh, I think Excalibur had, had mentioned that. Um, th- this match was, was was amazing, and I have to yeah. uh, really quick as far as uh, AEW last week. Uh, excuse me. So God bless. Thanks. Um, we won't really go over it much of of uh, dynamite from last week, but uh, unless you have anything of note. Uh, I'm, I'm only bringing this up very le- very quickly. I'm only bringing this up now because we just talk, we're talking about Ethan Page. What a awful and and this is <laughs> this is just me feeling sorry for somebody. He had a crappy uh, way out on Impact. His exit sucked with that match, and he had a horrible one-on-one debut with Dynamite. Why was it so horrible? You may ask. Ah, uh, there it is. I no see. I it did. It didn't play in the in the playback on TNT on demand. Oh, so they might have they might have fixed it. They nixed it. If you watch, did read it, that article. If you watched it live, Ethan from the second that Ethan Page came out, they did a double simulcast of a. It must have been like a TV where, wherever. I, I'm assuming because it was basketball being played in the background that it yeah. was it was like a a. a one of their affiliates, the like wires got crossed. True TV or TBS or someone else that was that had a basketball. It was TBS, I think. That had a basketball uh, simulcast going on. Their sound mixed with dynamite sound, and mm-hmm. all you heard was you heard everybody there in the arena. You heard Shivani uh, and everybody talk, but then you heard like. <laughs> you, heard yeah. the, you heard the chanting in the background. You heard you heard the uh, the the color commentary. You heard everything going on with the basketball game at the same time that Ethan Page, and it was probably three quarters of the entire damn match. So unfortunate for Ethan Page <laughs> again that his his not his debut, but his singles debut on, yes. on Dynamite went with with such a botch. <laughs> um, I do have two things actually that I would like to get to. Oh, actually, three things okay. from AEW. We can get to it. Uh, Scorpio Sky took t- took this, and and the the prize for this this match, which was, was a, a giant cock ring, <laughs> it was a giant brass cock ring. Get it right. Um, <laughs> this match was absolutely incredible, and there was because of Vince McMahon. Thank you again, Vinnie Mac contributing to the world of wrestling. And him saying in that interview, that famous interview, grabbing that brass ring, and everybody in, in behind, you know, backstage behind the scenes saying, "You can't grab a brass ring if there's this glass ceiling that I can't get through." They had a literal brass ring at the top of the, the ladder, <laughs> and that was what you were going for. That's what you had to grab, and Scorpio Sky grabbed it for the chance at a future TNT title opportunity. Yes, which happened on last week. Which episode. happened last week. Which we will get to as far as what Scorpio did on that. Yes, that there, on that on there. Uh, our surprise signee that uh, no BS Paul White announced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So uh, by your face, I, it doesn't seem like you liked it. So it came out, the music hit, and it was Christian Cage. Yeah, Christian Cage. So yeah. Not the name that everybody that name was was thrown out there, but not the name that everybody was hoping for. <laughs> it seemed like people were more excited to get a, a bigger name. Let me let me let me run this by you, please. How would you have felt if it was reversed? As far as what? 
if it was Christian Cage who was announced on Twitter that he would be signing a contract with AEW, mm-hmm. right? And he was going to be, you know, go, going after the nice cat. <laughs> it's just like he's all up in here. Yeah. She, if you want to get, what does he have? Does he have any remarks? Yeah, I'm sure he does. He has a lot to say. Um, if it was Christian Cage announced on Twitter to be like he's now all elite, and then Christian Cage gets interviewed by Tony Schiavone, saying there is also another person who is signing and going to do commentary, but I'm not going to tell you who. You're just going to have to wait to see. And then it was Big Show who showed up. Right. But that would have been way better. You're, yeah, probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. You know what I mean? The, the, the Big Show, though, the big, keep it on the Big Show. Paul White's uh, I'm going announcement. going to it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Paul White's announcement was broke the internet for a day. Like that was, it did. That was huge. But, but to get but both. imagine. Right, to get both as if big. If he had just showed up and nobody knew he was showing up. Right. Hall of Fame, you could have done the same promo. Hall of Fame worthy. I forgot what he said after, right. but he said Hall of Fame worthy. Yes, he did. If it was Big Show that showed up, Paul White, whatever you want to call him, mm. that would have been a way better way to do it. it. To me, I love Christian, kind of. I like him. He's a good worker. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> good worker, I know yeah. that. Yeah. But now you have to see. This is where Vince is good. Vince is good for one reason: you don't get anybody's names mixed up. Okay. There's two people who got the same name already. I named four people right now, two of which have the same name, and the other two have the same name, last names. So Brian and Christian. <laughs> Brian and Christian. Right. Isaiah and Orange. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's like, but, yeah, but, it's spelled differently. It's spelled differently, but at least Cassidy's are in two separate organizations. These two are, they they just walk by each other <laughs> backstage in, uh, in the cages. What are you talking about? Isaiah Cassidy? Oh, yeah. I, I'm talking about Private Party. That's right. Jeez. Yeah. I'm thinking of, okay. I'm thinking I don't of, even I'm, know who you're thinking I'm of. I'm thinking of Sora Scott is what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, was, I don't know why I was thinking of Sora Scott in uh, NXT. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that, so. see that that's where I will give Vince the credit. He does know how to not he knows how to keep someone's name in your head without you getting it mixed up. But see, right. Christian Cage technically had it first though. Yes. He had it first. He had it in yes. in, in, in TNA. He had it first. Yeah. Um agreed. I think there should be a fight for the, the name of Cage. Yeah, Christian Cage versus Brian Cage. <laughs> we already said it. Christian Cage versus Brian Cage, Nick Cage is the referee. Nick Cage the referee. And he's just yelling the entire time. <laughs> and what kind of match? Yeah, you guessed it. A cage match. <laughs> oh, I find it so funny. It writes itself, man. <laughs> it's a cage match. Oh, God. I have nowhere to go from here. Um, God, oh, I, I do get there, honestly. <laughs> that was great. Uh, okay, so I, I do know where to go from here because I will give uh, my match of the night. To the the next match, we had a street fight. Speaking of Brian Cage, Brian okay. Cage, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, and Ricky right. Starks versus Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, the tag team match was great. This was on a whole whole nother level. Um, the the tag team match was the best live match. Best live match. match. This was not only probably the match of the night. This was uh, for me. This was a movie. The 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 best cinematic match I've seen ever, <laughs> ever. 
I, I, I do not like. I know um, I do it a lot, and I make those expletives of like ever, ever, ever. This is my favorite one, and and it, it could be up there for you. But I'm I'm saying I, I Undertaker was mine up until this match. Yeah, Undertaker is s- still mine. I think I'm gonna have to go back and watch the the Boneyard match. Yeah, the there. Boneyard. Yeah, I want to watch this one. I want to watch Boneyard and then watch this one again because the the level of the levels of intricacy in this match were just amazing. It starts in a ring in a, in a warehouse, and the mm-hmm. whole intro, first of all, the intro was like 10 minutes between both teams coming in and Darby Allen coming in with like a, a, a troop of, of zombie guys, um, and this thing coming in. and Fr- Freaking Cena-esque. Very Cena-esque, and the two of them having, like, ha- having the, their makeup match half of their half other. And half, half that and was half. dope. That was very cool. Um yeah, and just them going through this warehouse, and then going upstairs, you you had to have known, and and I think it was I don't know if it was you or Steven that mentioned that it was Steven that someone. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll give him give me, that. Give He's like, credit. they're gonna jump off that. Like someone's gonna floor. jump off of something, and sure enough, he, damn it, if he if he did it, and he he did it. <laughs> Darby Allen just jumped off of the second floor into this huge hole that Brian Cage was in. Assuming obviously that there was padding in there, but it was still a jump. Um, just, just the whole, the whole aspect of it was just absolutely amazing. Um, and Sting and, and Darby Allen take the win, and uh, just, just from from the, the bumps that even Sting was taking, like Sting, Sting was going, like it wasn't like Sting just turned sixty-two years old. Yeah, the or, like the other day. Yeah, no, he just yeah, he, the, and he took that he took those bumps he just like had, a twenty five year old. Just had his birthday, he, maybe a thirty five year old. Now that I think about <laughs> he, it. Ju- he just had his birthday where he turned sixty two, and he's taking he's he's taking bumps. But this this match was absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible from yeah. start to finish. Um, it, it's it's I don't even know how you could watch this again unless I get it on DVD or something. But God, it's just just so good. Um, and then, and then let's get to the. The main event of the night, which, ah, uh, yes, full circle back to Bubba Ray. And you always remember the end of of match, Vince McMahon. Um, not just the end of the match, the end of the pay per view. The end of pay per view. So in a everybody remembers the end. Exploding barbed wire death match. <laughs> and I, I'm still I still marvel at that each word compounded the next word <laughs> on this on that title there for the AEW World Championship. Your champion Kenny Omega taking on your challenger John Moxley. Yeah, I loved this match. Me too. Loved it. Absolutely. Me loved too. This. this was such the a match. The match. The match. The match is yes. From bell to bell. <laughs> Let's make that clear. The match itself was absolutely amazing, and the the build up to every time that they were going to fling one person. They were like at the beginning of the match. They were like. Tiptoeing around the 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 barbed wires, they didn't want to get next to the exploding part of it. They you could see that they were they were pushing like Moxie was getting his head pushed in and he was he was fighting it. Like that whole buildup is absolutely incredible to a match like this where you just you're anticipating that moment where it's going to come and oh no it didn't happen. Uh, it, so close. It's going to happen now. No 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 no. The one thing you got to remember is that nobody was complaining about the explosions being set off during the match. No, they they, they look great. They, they were looked, perfect. They were perfect. The the idea when it's just the end. The Mo- Mox <laughs> So Moxley was the first to get thrown in to the barbed wire and the explosion went off 
and it looked absolutely great. You just saw it was like a uh, it, it it poofed, it, it went up, it was like this loud bang, and the crowd went insane. And it just looked great. It, it looked great. And then uh, Omega got hit with one, and then Omega at one point came in with a barbed wire that he hit. It was probably my favorite spot of the night. Yeah, came with the barbed wire, hit Moxley with it, and it exploded <laughs> in yeah. his face, in Moxley's face. Now, I think that should have been the end of the match. I don't think Moxley should have kicked out of the that. The downfall of this match was, and I'll vividly remember, Shivani saying that at the end of 30 minutes, there's going to be an explosion if they don't yep. get out of that ring. You've yep. already set up, you set yourself up for either greatness or failure right at that moment. Yep. So the match is continuing on. We get the we get the barbed wire uh, explosions, and then Shivani goes into. Oh, we have twenty minutes left. Match still going on. Match still going on. There's ten minutes left. Match still going on. Finally, towards the end of the match, now we get the Good Brothers coming in. They get involved in this whole thing. Now, now we're down to five minutes, and Moxley is now handcuffed with his hands behind his back. And they put a big ca- uh, countdown on on the, the screen. Now you have the, the countdown. Now the clock is, is counting down to zero. Eddie Kingston comes into the ring, runs into the ring, covers Moxley, looking around, covers him as if this whole ring is going to go into the seventh layer of hell. <laughs> it is a very notorious deathmatch spot from what I've seen. To, to do the like a cover-up? To do the cover-up, yeah. Gotcha, okay. So he gets into the ring. Eddie Kingston does covers up Moxley. It's it's now like three, two. He covers him up one, zero. <laughs> and it looks like if I went to uh, down to the. It looks cr- like the opening act of the Macy's thing, uh, the Macy's Fourth of July spectacular. The opening act, <laughs> like, not the finale. The first three seconds. The <laughs> opening act. The first two to three seconds. It really does look like if I went down to the corner store and just bought like some sparklers and yeah. and uh, it was just the, the most. Un- it looks like Goldberg's entrance. I, it looks like Gilberg's entrance. <laughs> it looks like Gilberg set this whole thing up where it was just it, when they had the the guys come in with the sparklers and it was just like the the uh, the fire extinguisher <laughs> come out and he, yeah. they would spray. It was so unimpressive, and everything just—it was like the one big explosion, and it wasn't even that big. They had a couple of other smaller ones, and that was it. And there was a video online of this woman that you hear in the background uh, saying, "That's it," and then the crowd just raining down booze, raining booze yeah. upon upon them. And then um, there's there's video of Moxley after they went off air, him getting on the mic, uh, blaming. Uh, Omega for the for the, the crappy end there. Can't build the exploding ring for yeah, shit. For now, shit. <laughs> granted, yes. I did hear somebody say it was not... If they had labeled this an exploding ring match, it's different. Mm-hmm. This was an exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah. In no way did it say that the ring needed to explode. Yeah, right. You, you, you put that in there for some reason. Like, there was no... I don't know why. No I need. guess it's just because the whole aspect of it was that was that it, that's how they wanted to bill it with the way uh Oneida did back in the day right and whatever that's that's all fine and good absolutely no but need then label it as an exploding ring death match right 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 there was absolutely no need for it you 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 put this this aspect in it right in the middle of the match like it wasn't not in the middle and it's like towards the beginning of the match you you put this stipulation in there so now you've built up all the anticipation for this 
I, I, I don't, I don't know why. The, the problem is, and also, I'm sorry. Also, they, they, what? I'm sorry. They, they, they said that they tested it several times and that it worked spectacularly yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the tests. And then it just happened to be the timing with this just sucked that it, it happened to be on live on live TV that you watch this kind of fizzle and and it didn't uh, it didn't pay off. Yeah, the problem with the whole thing was that they they backed themselves into a corner, like they needed to deliver an exploding ring. Yeah, and they just. They didn't. I, I want to know what kind. How many times did they test it before fans got there? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And then, like, it, you know, Stephen had brought it up to me. What if, you know, during one of those spots where they get, you know, launched into the the barbed wire nest at the bottom at at the at, on ringside, if one of those like had had gotten tripped up and then you know someone fucked up a wire here and there during the match, you know, that's <laughs> all. That's all a possibility. Yeah, but then like. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. I mean, yeah. it's all they had to do. Like we, it's, we, like we know, like it's all in hindsight, <laughs> all, all it had to happen to to make it look like something was just put a line of explosions right where the rail is, hard camera side, a line of explosions, and just make that all go at the same time. Just cover the ring in smoke, so it looks like one big explosion. Yeah, the guys WWE just did it on SmackDown for Edge. They just Why did it. Why couldn't you do that? They just did it. <laughs> They were like, here, Vince was like, let me let me show you how this is done. And they just did it. Like, you could have just done a line of explosions in front of the ring, cover the ring in smoke. The guys would have been safe in the ring, but you would have had the illusion of it being such a big bang that it, it, it would have had the payoff. But, you know, like you said, they, they, they did it. They, everything was supposed to go off without a hitch. And they could have they could have done without that aspect of it. And it be, this match would have been great on its own as it was. It was, it was, such, it was such a good match. Yeah, but you know, it, it, things happen because everybody wants to do like one up. Everybody wants to one up uh, the other thing. So that's that was Revolution, uh, a great pay per view that ended in a dud, <laughs> and uh, people remember the dud, unfortunately. But uh, at some point, they're gonna have a, have to have another match just to replace this match, and actually have the explosion happen. Like that, you have to have a payoff. Yeah. Like you know, this is this is what wrestling is. If something doesn't work the first time, do it again. But at least you learn from the first time to do it. You know, so it's it's it's, it's unfortunate that it happened, but uh, we will hopefully see it again, and everybody will get rid- will ridicule Tony Khan for trying this again. Um, but then he'll have the last laugh. Hope hopefully uh, when it actually works out. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah, that's that was that week. Um, that's really quick. Um, Let's see here. I just got word here. Uh, as we're t- we always talk and bitch and moan about things that we get or news that we get after the fact. Uh, I just got while, while it's while it's coming in now. Let's let's talk about. Uh, I took some notes from last week's uh, RAW, and uh, really quickly. Uh, yeah, well, that's well, that's loading. My my notes from March eighth's RAW. Uh, first of all, I have five points here. My DVR records, and this is me being high, by the way. Um, I watch this, watch this back and then watch it live. My DVR records four hours instead of three. Why? Because they want you to watch Stone Cold Show. <laughs> Again, these are all notes of, of a, of a stoned-out Chris, um, which I just figured that out. Like, why would I? I didn't set it up for four hours, so yeah, anyway. Drew and Sheamus had a tremendous match only to end in the in DQ. We talked about that before. 
Lana may be the <laughs> Lana may be the worst wrestler I've ever seen. <laughs> um, worst? Well, I again ramblings of a of a high person. Uh, she's definitely not the worst, but she she put on a crappy match in the in the she had a spot where she was supposed to do a slide between Naomi's legs to kick uh, Naya, and she basically she went to slide. She stopped, and then she just like flicked her leg out. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it wasn't a slide. It was like she slid, she stopped, and then bink, <laughs> like she kicked. Nine. Unbelievable. She tried to do the, the the ramp slide too with Naomi, and she just totally like she she stopped, she twir- twirled, and then she did, she did like a pose, like she tried to play it off. It was very funny. Um, Retribution continues to be the worst. <laughs> After they come back from one commercial break, uh, Sarah Schreiber, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke were all talking, and then Charlotte Flair came out. My TV almost went stupid with the amount of blonde on screen. Um, again, that was the ramblings of a high Chris from Raw, <laughs> March eighth. That, that is was, a lot of blonde. That was a lot. It was a lot of blonde. I was like looking at it like, holy shit, I I can't take it. Um, yeah, that, that was <laughs> that was my Raw notes from last week. From th- did you have anything from from Raw last week or was? was uh, here's one note, please. Are Bobby Lashley's eyebrows tattooed in? I think they are. Oh, they are now because remember he came out with the headband to to signify, hey. If you look right underneath, I do actually have, yeah, eyebrows. I have eyebrows. Right, I think the tattoo didn't. Not that he's a tattoo, but um, that scar on his face is is always been is a newly branded scar. Yeah, um, that he got like back uh, late last year. Uh, let's see here from from Raw. This is just to oh, and and, and then I'm sorry, not not this week. Let's let's, let's do uh, AEW from last week. Do you have anything from last week? AEW because SmackDown really wasn't much of anything last week. Uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston's promo was amazing. Obviously, we oh, talked yes. about Ethan Page versus Lee Johnson. Yes, that, that botch. Um, the fact that they what I what I took away from last week's Dynamite is the fact that they had to cover for Revolution. Yes. And so you had Omega say his piece. You had Moxley and sixty nine be done. <laughs> Omega had said his piece. Uh, Moxley and, and Kingston. Did their piece so basically they were just they, they gave reasons what happened and why it happened um yeah so that was that was basically the takeaway that i got from from revolution and it, it was it was well done and it, it's it's good that they're they're adding they're they're getting eddie away from the butcher and the blade yes that was only- going to turn eddie face like that that was the, that was the, the point I was going to make. Thank you. Was that before with Revolution also that that it's unfortunate that that shit went down the way it went down with the 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 sparkler fizz, is that that was that was Kingston's huge face turn, yeah, and it went to shit because you had that anyway. That was that's another. They cat. covered for it pretty well though. I think they, they did. They they did. I mean, you know, they, they, yeah. They, they're they thankfully all the all the the rumors about them taking uh, this into a storyline. Uh, Right now, it's not going to happen, thankfully. But yeah, Tony did his part where he kind of covered and patched things up well enough that uh, it, it was it was a good enough excuse. Um, Scorpio Sky lost to Darby Allen and then turned heel after. And now he's now he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, that was should have seen that coming. Seeing as how far he's he's grown apart from SCU. We just we've never mentioned the fact that he's just not with SEU anymore. Right. So that's just that. I guess that's over. Mm-hmm. Maybe when he goes back to face and they win a match, they might uh, <laughs> uh, they might get back together. Right. And the final thing we have to talk about is the Inner Circle War Council. Yes. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. That was the biggest thing. 
So yeah, they had the War Council, and then the, uh, whose music hits but Sammy Guevara? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> or if you listen to Talk Is Jericho last week, it was Gammy Savara. Gammy Savara. <laughs> I, I heard that he he, met, he said something like that. I was like, what that? I think he's he's losing his shit. Um, yeah, uh, Jericho was, was pissed that he came out, and Sammy was like, no, nope, wait, hold on, watch this, and it's a, basically a video of uh, 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 MJF saying that he wants to. <laughs> lead the lead the group to which then Jericho uh, is about to kick his ass and then MJF is like no please no oh wait I have my own backup and uh, out comes a slew of gentlemen in the form of Warlow and FTR and Sean Spears and Tully put your four fingers down and not. <laughs> that's more than four I just I just named more than four people <laughs> <laughs> MJF, Wardlow, FTR, Sean Spears, and Tully. Yeah. Six guys. I'm so happy. <laughs> Call themselves, and we found out, uh, which I, I scooped on you guys uh, early on, the Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. And of- I would love the name if I told you, the, I told you guys this, I would love the name if it wasn't also the name brand of a shitty vodka. <laughs> But their cotton candy uh, vodka is just so good. Yeah, their um, whipped cream vodka is so delicious. <laughs> it tastes like cough medicine, yeah. Um, so they are now the pinnacle. Uh, anything else from AEW? Uh, that's it. That was it. That was the end of the, that was the, end of the thing. Yeah, that was the end of the show. The end of the show. Uh, SmackDown, not much. Um, okay. So now this week, um, we had uh, Drew McIntyre taking on The Miz. Miz uh, on the mic saying that he should be part of WrestleMania. I so, uh, main events, okay. Um, so McIntyre defeated him. We had Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose taking on Naomi and Lana. I don't understand why Lana and Naomi are are thinking if they're going to continue to lose. Uh, Rhea Ripley is on her way coming soon. This the, 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 Vince's definition of coming soon is uh, apparently two months because this is just taking forever. Uh, yeah, with Rhea, Rhea Ripley, it's will actually will be two months <laughs> just, I, since the the. Rumble. It's coming eventually, not coming soon. Um, so Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose won. Uh, new Day taking on the Hurt Business for the, the Tag Team Championship. And we have new Tag Team Champions in the New Day. In their, I think they're 20... 11 time. 22 time. Oh, 11 time. I was close. Uh, the cool 11 thing, time, 11 time, 11 time. Cool thing about this one was their uh, ring attire. And that uh, I love their, their Mortal Kombat uh, <laughs> ring attire. So yes. instead of a dragon, it was a unicorn <laughs> on it, and uh, Kofi came out as Scorpion, um, and uh, Xavier came out as uh, Sub Zero. It was very cool looking. So we have new new champions, and now they were are uh, being uh, uh, they're going to defend it against AJ Styles and I uh, almost almost Omas. I Omos. think I is. can never pronounce it right. Um, because he basically said that he. Uh, uh, AJ Styles said that he's never had the tag team title so we're going to see new tag team champions <laughs> is what it's coming down to because that was the only reason why you're going to take it off of heels and put it on faces to give, give it, to, it heels, to heels give it back to heels <laughs> so you know all well and good uh, I guess but uh, it's, just, it's just a weird <laughs> such a weird pairing to put them against the, the two of them um, and then Damien Priest taking on Jackson Riker and Jackson getting his ass absolutely handed to him. Uh, the takeaway from this entire night, though, was that Bad Bunny basically. Bad Bunny. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. 
I've always I've said to myself I always say it like that every time I say his name, and I screw myself over. You done fucked up. Baboni uh, basically gave <laughs> the belt back to our truth, the twenty four seven belt. Uh, yes, and if you notice, it is a very new twenty four seven belt. Hmm. The leather is very crisp, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a slight shot. If you look at the back of it while our truth is holding it, it still had a WWE sticker on it. Ah. Uh, so right right from the concession stand that's not selling anything. Um, yeah, look at that. So he is no longer the 24-7 title a title holder. I don't know why. I understand. I, let me take that back. I understand why he had the belt because just timing with Saturday Night Live and the Grammys and all that good stuff. Then conveniently giving it back to R-Truth. Didn't defend it once. Nope. <laughs> Didn't have anybody chasing him down. And as soon as he gave him the belt, here comes everybody chasing after R-Truth. He was <laughs> also undefeated. He was undefeated. There you go. He is undefeated as 24-7 champion, so there's that. There, there you go. And, by, and, and in about 2035, he will be a part of WWE Hall of Fame Hall class of fame. in the legacy. Absolutely. Reign. Absolutely. He was the <laughs> second longest reign holder of the 24-7 title uh, behind R-Truth. So, I would hope it was behind R-Truth <laughs> as opposed to like behind someone else. Peter Rosenberg should have held it longer. Uh, he really should have. Um and then after the end of this Priest match, where Priest just basically kicked Riker's ass, uh, Baboni gets his, his uh, back destroyed by a, a light guitar slap <laughs> from uh, from the Miz. So he took a shot, uh, Miz did, at, at Baboni, but uh, it, it wasn't like an explosion, <laughs> as we saw with like Jeff Jarrett's guitars. Just kind of hit him. He went down. Um, so we're going to have that match at Mania, uh, almost guaranteed. <laughs> so the, the four of them will go at it. Um, Shane McMahon... Humiliating Braun Strowman. Uh, yeah, it was just just all kinds of weird. Uh, with like, uh, you can't do it on television. Green slime ooze. Uh, yeah, why? Are, uh, we, are, we, are, we, are we premiering on Nickelodeon I, next I, week? What are we doing? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. Oscar um, is back uh, with her new teeth and is now just has has this new persona of just wanting to destroy everybody and rip out eyeballs and near face until it's bashed. Uh, so Oscar defeated Shayna Baszler. Um, let's see here. Uh, Riddle defeating uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, I guarantee he will be a champion at some point with that belt. And then your main event, as we mentioned before, going like 25 minutes with Bobby Lashley taking on Sheamus. Um, and, and a good one, a good one where uh, Lashley defeated him, but... Uh, and really hard hitting. Like Sheamus is is going in with these matches, man, and and he's he's taking those bumps and giving bumps. And uh, it ended with uh, had, had Drew McIntyre on the outside watching the match, and then he gets uh, after Lashley wins. Uh, Lashley gets uh, interrupted by MVP at some point and turns around and gets Claymore kicked in the face by Drew McIntyre. So we are setting this up for for Mania. Um, and all all kinds of looking forward to that. Um, I want to talk about last week's NXT really quick that we uh, announced that we had new belts. Yes. Uh, and they were going to be given to the Dusty Cup winners. Yep. So uh, we now have NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Yeah. And the first winner, the first tag team, first women's tag team champions were Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. So congratulations to them. 
and then they lost it about 40 minutes later the same night. to Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. <laughs> the same exact night. So we have new women's <laughs> NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. <laughs> that, that just kind of like got switched up uh, the same day. Also, last week, I uh, want to talk about uh, the main event, which is a, a takeover style uh, level yes. main event. Yes. Uh, surprising that they put it on a, on on Wednesday nights, but you know they did the ratings against uh, Dynamite. So Adam Cole taking on your champion Finn Balor. Yeah, uh, and amazing match, amazing match, <laughs> outstanding. Uh, I've, I've yet to see a Finn Balor or Adam Cole, either one of them, have a, a shitty match. But the yes. the uh, the the outcome of this, uh, the takeaway, was that uh, Kyle O'Reilly basically came out and destroyed. Uh, Adam Cole, and I thought he would get the suplex onto the stairs, but that got stopped. And then the the famous camera shot where it's Balor in the ring, and you see only the one side of his body, like it's not the full shot, and then he turns, he says, what took you so long? Turns around, and carrying Cross is standing behind him. So yes. We're, we're, Did you notice Kyle's elbow? No. Next, go look at Kyle Kyle O'Reilly's elbow from, from last week. Sure. It look, remember when Cena had that huge golf ball on his elbow? Yeah. It looks almost exactly the same. Huh, okay. It's frightening. Okay, interesting. And it did not look good. <laughs> All right. I just thought, I remember seeing Cena, like, the, like you see the surgery that he did on mm-hmm. it to get all the fluid out, and yeah. it was, ugh. Ugh. Gushing, gushing, gushing. Uh, so this week's NXT uh, started off with Finn Balor in the ring. And he calls out Karrion Cross, and he's, I think Finn Balor talked for 10 seconds, and then Karrion Cross comes out. And this is the first time that Scarlet basically just would not shut the hell up. <laughs> she just kept going, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. It was just, I, 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 <laughs> all of a sudden, now you want to talk. Like, she hasn't said a word, now she wants to talk. Um, so the, the, the I, I like story writing like this, where you have someone here who said, she said, quote, I see... I had a for a a uh, I foreseen like a dream that she said she had of both of you draped in gold, and then mm. all of a sudden NXT's uh, tag team champions uh, Oni Lork and Danny Birch came out, and uh, it's and they insisted first they insisted that Balor should be facing Pete Dunne and not uh, Karrion Cross. Um, they should have insisted that he's facing Pat McAfee. There you go. <laughs> there, there's what it should have been. There's a McAfee uh, mention for the day, um, and then. Uh, Scarlet basically goes out of the ring and uh, goats uh, Lorcan and Birch into a match, and there's there's your premonition coming to uh, fruition there. So uh, we have we have a tag team championship match at the end of the night for the main event. Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory putting on an outstanding match. Uh, I think uh, Austin Theory at some point should be a North American champion. Um, some point soon, if not if not Dexter Loomis, <laughs> one of these two uh, guys <laughs> should definitely be. Uh, a title holder, um, but just an out, outstanding match, and uh, Loomis Loomis won that one. Uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly basically were arrested by police since <laughs> they were outside outside of the arena. Uh, oh, we finally got Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin is back. <laughs> Jordan Devlin That's is finally right. back. Um, I I also want to say I don't understand why um, Cross was going after uh, what's his name. In uh, Elgato, Elgato, Phantasma, your cruiserweight champion right now. 
Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar. Thank you very much. I don't understand that whole storyline. Like it was very brief. It was a blip on the radar, but I don't understand why that was a thing. Uh, it basically was. A, it seemed like it was a bridge to have Cross do something while the whole Finn Balor uh, Adam Cole thing played out. But okay, that that's fine. It um, was mainly yeah. It was that. Um, honestly, can't think of anything else. It was I, probably that. I just don't. I just don't understand why that was a thing. Um. So yeah. So <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole. That's definitely t- happening at Takeover. Which will be an amazing match. I can't wait for that one. Uh, let's see here. I got Aldo Fantasma taking on Rizango. Um, I'm watching Rizango come out, and I'm like, Rizango is they're, they're taken seriously. <laughs> like they would never been taken seriously in Raw or SmackDown, but here in uh, here in NXT, they're actually a, a serious uh, tag team. They lost though. The land of make believe. <laughs> land of make believe in NXT. They <laughs> lost to Fantasma, but then that's when uh, so Santos comes in the ring, and then Jordan Devlin's music hits, and. Uh, we, we, he gets the confrontation that we were all hoping for. So we're going to get that unification. Santos put it out there. Then we're going to get that unification for the belt, and this is it. I think it should be a ladder match. Okay. For the belt. Right. Just have both of those on the ring, up up on the on the cable and all that stuff. That I think that's what it should be. I like it. Go for it. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> there's a, a headbutt as I, <laughs> I see the picture here. Give him uh, a kiss. And Dakota Kai taking on Zoe Stark. Um, I I keep forgetting how how good Dakota Kai is. And then uh, that's that, enhanced squash. Yeah, it was. Uh, Dakota Kai wins, and then Io Shirai's music hits. She basically ignores <laughs> Dakota Kai standing in front of her, walks around her, slams the contract in Raquel Gonzalez's chest, and walks away. Uh, I I love Raquel Gonzalez so much. Um. You do realize she's like almost a foot taller than you. She's not a foot taller. She's only six feet tall. Relax. <laughs> she's only six feet tall. Okay, so she's five inches taller than you. Uh, whatever, I'll climb her. Um, <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa defeating uh, Marcel Barth- Barthel and then the return. A lot of returns. Bartel, thank you. Um, and then uh, I-, I knew that too. Uh, and the re- a lot of returns tonight with Walter is back. Walter is a beast. I keep forgetting how how beastly he is, and that yeah. slap that he gave Tommaso, good God, man! Ooh. That that chop that he gave him, I, I feel like he broke his chest bone, <laughs> like his chest plate. Good God! Um, and then he he, he power bombed him, and uh, Walter's back with Imperium. Imperium is back now. It's it now it's official <laughs> that Imperium is back. It was it was nice and well and good that everybody else was around. Um, but yeah, Imperium is, back. Imperium is back. Timothy Thatcher will soon be a part of Imperium. I I, I agree with that. It's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. Uh, the debut of L.A. Knight taking on Austin yes. Gray, and uh, very dominant, <laughs> very dominant. Yeah, and uh, an amazing match. Amazing match. It was a really good match. Um, for for him. <laughs> I mean, Austin Gray well, had a, well, yeah. had a couple shots yeah. here and there. Only when Bronson Reed came out, but that's setting up for Bronson Reed against, against L.A. Knight. But L.A. You Knight, see the fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, he just destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyed his Gucci jacket. Um, let's see. And then your main event with uh, NXT uh, Tag Team Champions. Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch taking on uh, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross with Scarlett. This was just... All, all this was just to basically uh, set up for Balor and Cross in that Balor mistakenly hit uh, Scarlett and ran into her. Was standing over her when Karrion Cross was was not around when this is happening. And Karrion Cross turns around and sees that Balor standing over Scarlet, and Balor looked genuinely like concerned. 
But Karrion Cross was having none of that. <laughs> Basically threw him uh, threw Balor into the ring to get destroyed and and take the loss. And then uh, Scarlet then confronts uh, Balor, and while Balor's back is turned to Cross, and then Cross just destroys uh, uh, Balor. Yeah. So I I I think Takeover is we're gonna see a new champ. Yeah, we have to. He never lost it technically. No. Yep. Yeah. He got Finn Ballard out of the title. He got Finn Ballard. <laughs> he should have said that. He's like, listen, I, I, I know you know how this feels, but I got, I got you'd. <laughs> I got Finn Ballard out of my title, so you know what? I need that back. Um, I got you'd. <laughs> this man can't pronounce s's. I got used. So uh, that was NXT. Very good uh, episode of NXT. Uh, AEW. We had uh, let's see. Uh, our opening match was Cody Rhodes taking on. Uh, Penta El Zero, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, I, I love that they they do these main event matches like right at the, the start of the show. Um, but before all that, we saw we saw the video of of Pinnacle coming out of uh, the private jet. So if if there was ever a group that looked like the Four Horsemen, I will give you credit for that because this is it. And uh, they ha- they have like the they have like the the Four Horsemen slash Evolution vibe. Yeah, Evolution. I was about to say that vibe going on there. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, Cody and Penta uh, had their match. Let's see. I'm trying to keep going, keep going, keep going. Blah 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 blah. Uh, he, the takeaway from this one. Uh, so Cody wins the match by with a roll up, which uh, I don't think AEW was so keen on doing roll up finishes like like WWE is like every five seconds. Um, but then Cody's getting his ass kicked. Uh, the uh, Nightmare family come out. And there's no QT. Yes. <laughs> there's no QT Marshall until like a minute later. He finally comes out. <laughs> and Dustin's like, Dustin's like, where, where the hell have you been? Um, We're going to get a Dustin Rhodes versus QT Marshall match very soon. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> oh, Marvez interviewing uh, the Young Bucks and uh, <laughs> Don, Don Callis. Um, I, I think he's he's all things that are are good for wrestling. Even though he's such a prick, <laughs> I think he's he's definitely like the the the, the heel, like the, the the quintessential heel <laughs> right now is Don Callis. Just that assholeish. Like there's nothing good <laughs> as far as any quality <laughs> that I could possibly think of. Um, and uh, Nick Callis points out Don Callis's eye, which is no longer injured. He, uh, he said Callis says that he faked the injury. Um. He brought out that shirt that said no leg slaps. No leg slaps. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so they're basically talking about uh, Omega and uh, complaining about he's he's bad now. Jade Cargill taking on Danny Jordan. Uh, she is a beast. <laughs> She's an absolute beast. Um, that she is. Cargill takes the win and then approaches Red Velvet outside the ring. And that's I'm looking forward to that when, when that comes down. That should be a good one-on-one match. I yeah, think. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think Jay will destroy her, but uh, I think I think Red Velvet would put up a fight. Uh, MJF is in in the ring with the rest of uh, the crew with Tully Blanchard, Sean Spears, Wardlow, and FTR. Tully Blanchard takes uh, the mic first, which is uh, I think was a very good move. Yes. Uh, to set this up, because you want the uh, the guy that that has been there before to yeah. talk about and and actually what he said. <clears throat> about the horseman to introduce, uh-huh. introduce the. The, Horseman, the pinnacle. So <laughs> he said, he said he basically wanted to. Uh, he, he makes this makes the baddest group in AEW. So when you've climbed the mountain and there's no place and there is no place, you're at the pinnacle of this sport. 
and that's where we are. 34 years ago, I was at the great. I was in the greatest group of guys in the history of professional wrestling, uh? and I'm going to finish my career with the greatest group of guys in professional wrestling. You can mark. Uh? He didn't say it. He didn't say it. Uh? He started there. He didn't say he's going to finish it here. Is the term four horse? Is the term four horsemen? Four horsemen. Is no, the term that's four horsemen not. trademarked by WWE? Uh, I'd probably have to look that up. I'm not sure. I'd have to imagine it is. I would think it is. I mean, go WCW. Did you to. remember? Uh, uh, MJF was taking shots at his at his hairline, at Jericho's hairline. That was probably one of my favorite parts. Yes. <laughs> also, really quickly, and it's just can you say shuck and jive anymore? I think it's racist. It is, right? I think so. <laughs> That's what I, I said it as as a as a that term again? that we need to discuss. Right. But I don't think you could say that anymore. But who said that again? I, I remember MJF. MJF, you did say it, right, shuck and jive. Which I mean he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, no. We all know that. <laughs> Uh, MJF took the microphone and he said, well, I guess I'm Judas now, huh, Chris? <laughs> pretending like you... <laughs> He's so good. Like you was no walk in the park. Pretending to, pretending to like you was no walk in the park. It wasn't easy being the most charismatic man in pro wrestling and having to take a backseat to you for six straight months. <laughs> Every time you talked, I have to fall, fall as far back as your hairline. Ay, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, MJF is just classic on the mic. Um, he said the pinnacle has arrived here in, in all elite wrestling, and the world has just turned on its head. That was Excalibur. Uh, up next, we had a ten-man tag team match with, uh, you know what? I, I, I we had Jurassic Express and Bear Country taking on uh, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and Butcher and the Blade. Um, so first of all, notice Butcher and the Blade can't just be by, by themselves. Second of all, I think we've said it before, and I will say it again, and I will ask you this this personally. Why, how and why and should there be so many factions in AEW? Tony Khan loves a faction, man. It's like every single yeah. person has to be in a faction. Like it, yeah, it, at, at some point it gets to be a, like a little too much. I don't mind it that much. I mean, the only people I can think of right now is like John Moxley is by himself, but he's now, he's, he's technically he's with, now with Eddie Kingston. He's with Eddie Kingston. It's, I don't know. I don't, is anybody by themselves anymore? In like or any are any Jade Cargill male? <laughs> that, see, this is where I'm getting at. Mm. Are there any male wrestlers that are not in a faction? Male wrestlers. Adam Page. Well, for, for now. Well, no. <laughs> for now, technically. For now, he's not he's officially got friends though. He's not officially in Dark Order though. I don't know. He's he's still by himself until I hear that he puts I mean, his shirt on. I guess on. Angelico because uh, Jack oh, yeah, Evans got heat. That's that's he's still part of H H. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? H2O. You were gonna say H two O. I was gonna say H two O. Yes. H2O. He's part of water right now. <laughs> he is part of water. Um, uh, thank God they don't come out of Philly. You would have been heard. And now introducing Wooder. <laughs> Wooder. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anybody right now. I'm going to go through this entire list of, of, of Dynamite and see who else uh, uh, possibly could be by himself. Um, so uh, Jurassic Express lost that. Uh, Money Matt uh, took that in his whole faction there. Um Dasha interviewing Christian Cage. Dasha. Oh, there we go. Christian Cage. Okay, by himself. There you go. Christian fine. Cage. All right, fine. We found him. We found him. There we go. We found it. And we had to get him in from WWE. <laughs> we had yeah. to take him from WWE. I mean, I guess Nobody... Lance Archer, technically. Lance Archer. There you go. Thank you. He's not in a faction, but he does have Jake Roberts. Yeah, but that's like a manager kind manager. of thing. Yeah. But he's still, he's by, yeah, he's by himself. Darby Allen. But he's what's thing. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> so it's like see there's always we someone keep on with saying people and it's like no but he's with that he's with this guy eh, yeah, he's, he's this person this no but he's with that jeez I can't, I can't think of anybody nope. me neither there's Rhodes, nobody so. nope 
that that are signed to all elite wrestling. That are there, obviously there are people on like dark and stuff like that. Like yeah, those people are Christian crazy. Cage. That that is it. It's Christian Cage, and that's it. He'll, he'll get he'll get recruited by somebody. For sure, for sure. Uh, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, by Brian Cage. <laughs> Listen, he, we we saw a whole uh, a whole thing with. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, John Moxley and Eddie, Eddie Kingston taking on the Good Brothers, who don't have the belts. I I did not really realize that until you mentioned it. Um, like the Excalibur at one point made that, I made a note of this. At one point, Excalibur said, "Moxley is lacerated. He's burned from that exploding barbed wire death match back in Revolution." Really? <laughs> I maybe lacerated from some of the barbed wire because yeah. they, they took was he? they took some shots. But I mean, there was that one that one spot in Revolution going back to that where they there was the barbed wire laying on the ground and they both slammed into it, and Moxley was just basically like covered in barbed wire. And like having to carefully move things around <laughs> so he wouldn't get like chunks taken out of him. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I, I totally screwed this up also. Um, I wanted to mention also that the, the fact that when uh, it's funny during wrestling when NXT had that match, the, the, the tag match with Karrion uh, Cross and, and Finn Balor, mm. um, Birch got legit hurt. Yeah, he did. So Birch got legit hurt, and they just stopped. <laughs> like, I find it funny. There, there's your kayfabe. I find it funny. Uh, broken into. I, I find it funny that when you wrestle, the whole point in wrestling, in professional wrestling, is to hurt the other person to get to the pinnacle when you do your finishing move. Like, uh, uh-huh. like, ah, see, I see, full circle. Uh, <laughs> you get to the pinnacle of the match, the, the the top of the match where you're supposed to do your finisher move and finish him, and that's the end of the match. But when someone gets legit hurt, <laughs> like Karrion Cross did to Birch. Everything stopped. <laughs> Everything stopped. Don't have your friend watch that match, your, your friend that doesn't believe in wrestling, because then you'd be like, oh, my God, wait, well, wait, what? He's supposed to pin him. Pin him now. This is the whole point. Like, you just hurt him. Like, they, everything just stopped. Like, the camera went on just the two of them. They went, they cut to commercial. That's how bad it was. Like, they, he didn't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> and they come back to commercial, and uh, it's only Lorcan in the ring. And Danny mm-hmm. Birch was out. Like, Lorcan had to it was carry the Lorcan entire match. Finn Balor. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he had, Lorcan had to <laughs> carry the entire rest of the match because Birch got legit hurt, and so it was yeah. just just a weird, <laughs> just a weird spot to kind of uh, go after. Um, <laughs> uh, at some point, Shivani, these these another high notes by Chris, and this uh, this is for this week. Shivani almost said glory hole regarding Matt Hardy. <laughs> um, uh, that's hilarious. Weird setting of uh, Cena commercial during AEW for Wipeout. So seeing his new TV show Wipeout, he's he's hosting that, and that was that was on TNT. Um, yeah, and I said, is, is it's funny that uh, when someone actually gets hurt, that everybody stops actually wrestling, <laughs> Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. Huh. And then I had one more note, and that's the the main event of the of the night. Um, yeah, so Excalibur talking about Moxley getting lacerated. Uh, yeah, I, I no other takeaways other than the fact that. Uh, uh, they were just beating the shit out of out of at the end of the match, beating the shit out of uh, Kingston and, and Moxley. Um, again, and, and then <laughs> and then Omega's music hits and he comes out dancing. Um, he's uh, his he's heel, a great heel. He really is. Like his cleaner role is, is so good. <laughs> it's just so good. Um, and then the Bucks came out and uh, to do the save, and they were insisting on doing the two sweet, and, and Bucks refused. 
and uh, it looks like we have dissension. We have dissension. It looks like all elite is, uh, uh, is done. All elites, not all elite anymore. Anymore. See what you did. See what I did. Uh, Shivani is out with uh, interviewing Darby Allen and Stings. This is a weekly occurrence. Um, and then the one of the, the key points of the night, the, they have Team Taz come out saying their piece, and then all of a sudden uh, Brian Cage takes the mic and he says, you're not speaking for me tonight, Taz, because I've got something to say. It's not to you, Darby Allen. It's to you, Sting. You show up with some hot shot and you stick your nose in our business week after week. After all the back and forth, after all that, and after that street fight, I got to say, I respect you. And I got to say, Ricky Starks is wrong. With or without your bat, you are still the icon. And Taz grabbed the mic and said, what the hell's wrong with you? And uh, they're all, and he just basically just pushed his way through Team Taz to get to, get to the back. Ricky Starks was the best part of that segment. His facial expressions He's like, what? sold everything. For what? Me. What? 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 <laughs> yeah. So dissension in that that group. We might have it uh, by himself, or maybe, or maybe Cage with with Sting. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> or maybe Cage with Cage. I mean, we said it before. Cage with Cage. There you go. Ray Phoenix uh, taking on Angelico, uh, <laughs> all by himself, and uh, just a, a lot of brutal kicks <laughs> with, with this one, and kicking the shit out of each other. Literally kicking the shit out of each other. Uh, and uh, Ray Phoenix spiked uh, Angelico uh, to get the win. Ray Phoenix is just, he's, he's not of this planet. He's just amazing. Um, yeah. And then the main event. I, I rushed through everything to get to this main event. Um, an unsanctioned lights out match. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know that that's what it was. Like when you, when you hear lights out, like I'm like, right, okay, they're going to turn the lights out or, or put a, a hoodie on their head and it's a black like hood and you basically have to try to find each other like we had with uh dexter loomis and uh cameron grimes yeah <laughs> but that was uh a great match but they literally as, as soon as as uh 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 justin roberts justin roberts thank you announced it lights went out lights came back on and then it was officially unsanctioned he said it yep. as soon as lights go on they go off and come back on it is not as All wrestling is not responsible for anything that happens inside of this ring. And wow. Just absolutely wow. So that's the only thing I have to say about that match. Wow. Just just absolutely unbelievable. The the start of the match where Rebel uh hit Thunder Rosa with the the crutch at the beginning of the night and this is again everything that is being described basically just is one step next. So if it's starting at 2 or one or two with the crutch, it ends on like twenty, <laughs> level twenty. Yeah. Uh, there was a crutch involved. Um, let's see here. Uh, at one point, Burt Baker took uh, chairs and put them, uh, smashed smash Thunder Rosa in the in the stomach. Put the chairs on in the in the ring. Did a suplex off the top rope onto the chairs. Absolutely <sighs> insane. Um, they had ladders come in. Um, uh, Thunder Rosa. There was everything. Thunder Rosa did. It was everything. Thunder Rosa did a a uh, like a fireman's carry onto the onto the middle rope, jumped onto the the ladder that was right next to the rope. Death Valley Driver onto the ladder. Uh, Britt Baker's back. Um, thank you. Um, You're welcome. Seal don't care. Shivani, uh, Jim Ross said. <laughs> um, let's see here. Rebel pushed the ladder into the ring. Thunder Rosa drove the f- uh, her face. That was even before all that. Dro- drove. Uh, uh, Britt Baker drove the ladder into Britt Baker's face, and that's yeah. when Britt Baker got cut. So at this point, Thunder Rosa was already cut. Now Britt Baker is just gushing is, blood. She's crimson. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's she's what I'm here for. Crimson mask. 
Uh, <laughs> Thunder Rosa that hit a double knee and Britt Baker in the corner. Blood pouring out of Britt Baker's face, and and she she loves she she's just great. She knows how to play it off because that that she saw she looked for the camera, she saw the camera that was on, and she just made that face that expression with the the, the blood pouring from her face. Um, let's see what else I had here. Uh, both men, both women were covered in blood. Uh, uh, Baker at DDT the Thunder Rose onto a steel chair. Uh, stomped on Thunder Rose's head onto the chair, <laughs> did a curb stomp onto yeah. the chair, um, and then, and then, oh, and, and she she asked for the she asked for the the glove from uh-huh. Rebel. She was she couldn't get the uh, her finishing move on, so then she gets the bag, the lockjaw, the lockjaw gets the bag from Rebel, and in the bag are thumbtacks, and she pours thousands yeah. of thumbtacks onto the onto the ring floor. Yeah, and, uh, she Britt Baker attempted to do a a swinging neck breaker. Uh, Thunder Rosa countered, and that was again that anticipation of when it's going to happen. Eventually, it's going to happen. Um, Rebel swung. The, uh, oh, Rebel came back into the ring with the 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 crutch. Uh, Rebel swung the crutch at Thunder Rosa. She ducked. Thunder Rosa pulled the crutch out of Rebel's hands, cracked her with it. Um, at one point, then she Thunder Rosa then hit Rebel off the ring, and then Rebel went flying into a table. Uh and then Britt Baker gets uh, Thunder Rosa, tries for a Death Valley driver. Thunder Rosa blocked it and power bombed Baker into the thumbtacks. Oof. And then Baker kicked out a two. I love hearing it. <laughs> Covered in thumbtacks. I, I don't think I've ever seen, I'm sure I have, but I can't remember the last time I've seen women uh, in the thumbtack match. I, I don't think I have. It rarely happens. Um <laughs> And then Baker manages to get to grab Thunder Rosa with the lockjaw, applying it directly on the thumbtacks. <laughs> She's they're all they're both on the thumbtacks. Um, and the way she kicked out of that was great. She just rolled. She her rolled over. her over into the thumbtacks. <laughs> that, that was so good. I, I mean, I, to sacrifice your body to do that, to like you, yeah, you you are going to submit to this move, and then you just roll over, roll her over, <laughs> roll a Britt Baker into the thumbtacks. Um. It gets to the end of the match here. Britt Baker about to powerbomb Thunder Rosa off the apron through a table that's outside the ring. Thunder Rosa blocked it. Thunder Rosa followed up with a fire thunder driver. <laughs> These names are amazing. Huh. Basically, basically a pile driver into the, the table uh, to cover Britt Baker outside the ring and gets the win. And again, one match, one of the match Such of the year uh, a good contenders. Match. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> Just absolutely so good. Well, it's, it can't be match of the year contender. It was not sanctioned. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Ain't right. that about a bitch? All right, so unsanctioned match of the year. It clearly will be that one for the rest of the year. Uh, that's it. More than likely, More yep. than likely. Um, and then quickly, last but not least, your SmackDown, Sasha Banks uh, defeating Nia Jax. Uh, women's championship match, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura confronts Seth Rollins, and Rollins gets his ass kicked. That sets up for Fastlane. Um, excuse me, uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic uh, defeating the Street Profits. The piggyback gang. The piggyback gang. The piggyback. No. No. Because Dominic has to get Ray down to the ring on his shoulders. Oh, got it. Okay. Like a piggyback. Oh, uh, see, I, I didn't see where you're going. With I'll that. work on. I'll work on it better next. I time. appreciate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray Mysterio just—I think he's—he's he's almost fifty years old. Um, he continues to I, to fight like match. Think? I think he's forty-nine. You can check that out. Um, I thought I read that somewhere. Uh, by the way, going back. Uh, Recently, back in October, it was revealed Arn Anderson was trying to get the rights to the legendary faction that he was a part of. 
just so you know. And he did not. And he did not. He did I not. don't believe so. Um, no, it says that he did not. I'm going to assume that WWE still has it. That's why they can't say it. Right. Uh, I, in, in my high notes also, Chris's high notes uh, for AEW, the last shot of the night with Britt Baker shedding a single bloody tear. Yeah. Like you saw the like this one blood tear like come down from her eye, and then it went it faded to black, and I was just like, wow, that's that's just a way way to go out. Just amazing. Uh, um, Ray Mysterio, forty six years old. Forty six. I thought it was yeah. Man. I apologize. Um, so they defeated Street Profits, and then Otis and and Chad Gable. By the way, Otis has never mentioned why he turned heel. Like this is just he doesn't a, need to. Just but shouldn't you go on your own tirade? Like just like uh, Apollo Cruz had his whole little spiel. Like this is why I'm doing it because of my ancestors and I'm I'm Prince. Blah blah blah. Imagine he just comes out and he just like he just gets all articulate like Brody Lee. And this is why I decided to incline myself or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> just should. why yeah. I inclined to decline the offer of Tucky. <laughs> Tucky. <laughs> he absolutely should. Um. Let's see here. Uh, and then Otis and Chad, of course, they take on Ray Mysterio and Dominic, and they Otis and Chad Gable win. Uh, Alpha Academy takes the win there. Daniel Bryan comes face to face with uh, Roman Reigns and roots to Fastlane. All, all just really to set up for the, the main event here. But we'll get to that. Uh, King Corbin taking on Sami Zayn. Uh, this all just is set up for uh, Sami Zayn was backstage talking to Kevin Owens. I still want to know when we can see the conspiracy video because this, I'm really hoping that they recorded all this because they it, did. They they did. They, it has to be something that it's conspiracy to show the conspiracy, but then it's really showing how awful Zane is. And so it's basically a conspiracy against Zane, who was trying to figure out a conspiracy. Um, yep. Sounds sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, all this to say, and then everybody and their mother was out out uh, on uh, the commentary table. This uh, during this match, though, it was Kevin Owens. And uh, after the match, Sami Zayn uh, Huluva kicks uh, Kevin Owens at the table, and we're gonna have that match uh, at WrestleMania for sure. Uh, they had Big E and uh, Apollo Cruz talking from different rooms, and as they do, and Big E's like, "Screw that! I'm just gonna find him." So he did. He found he found Apollo Cruz, and they kicked the shit out of each other. Or actually, Big E kicked the shit out of Apollo Cruz. Um, Bianca Belair taking on Shayna Baszler ended in a no contest. And then for the right to be the special enforcer tonight at Fastlane, at the main event, Edge defeating Jay Uso, uh, Jay Uso just becoming a jobber. So we have this, which is going to set up for again, uh, it has to be a triple threat going out uh, of all this, and that's that is a lot of shit. We <laughs> we just talked a lot of stuff, um, and uh, excited, somewhat excited for tonight. I'm I'm just excited to see where this bridge is going to go for Mania. True. I just, I want Mania to be here already. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. Let's just do it. <laughs> Let's just, just get this over with and make it happen. Uh, anything else before we get going? Because we have gone, this is probably one of the longest shows we've done. And I think so. Rightfully so, because we had just a ton of shit to talk about. And uh, yeah, anything else before we head on out? Uh, I did a beer bash yesterday. Explain. Well, do you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is? Sure. So uh, I was playing Polish horseshoes. Have you ever heard of that? No. <laughs> Please explain. Do you so apparently you just stick like a ski pole <laughs> in the ground. This sounds like it's each be of them a little of a further joke. apart. At the end of a joke here. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's a real thing. Okay. I thought it was a joke too. 
It's like they take, the, horse, ski, take each, the horseshoes. Each side throw, has a ski pole. Throw them up in the air. <laughs> no, they each have a ski pole. You stick them in the ground. Okay. You place a beer bottle on top of each ski pole, mm-hmm. and you have a frisbee. You throw the frisbee. You have to hit the ski pole and knock down the beer bottle. If you knock down the beer bottle and somebody does not catch the frisbee, you get three points. Play to twenty one. Shit's really fun. You have to have a beer in your hand, and you just, you know, you play. It was fun. Huh. I found out that's my game, so I'll fucking challenge anybody if they want to come <laughs> to it. want to come after me. I'll come after you. Just because I want to play. But, it sounds interesting. I want to come after you. Uh, I was at Steven's house. He may have been a little drunk already, and I had just had a beer in my system, and I won the second game. I was undefeated. So... I gave him the signal. I was like, give me. And he gave him to me. And I was not planning on doing it at first. Right. And then he was like, Joe, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I'm like, if I wasn't an hour, two hours late, I wouldn't have done it. But I got late. I got there late. He wasn't happy with me. So I fucking took both of them. I took off my shirt, first of all, because I, I still had to drive home. And I did not want. I wasn't drinking that much. I had like two beers, maybe. Okay. So I took off my shirt. And I fucking clashed those things together and chugged them, and it was awesome. <laughs> but I just need everybody to know it is not on video. Ah, oh, so it didn't happen. It was something you had to just be there. It didn't happen. The people who were there got to see it, and that was it. it didn't happen. Wow. I have witnesses. What a waste. And witnesses are better than video. Ask <laughs> so, 48 hours. So- <laughs> <laughs> the first 48, my bad. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so you say. Uh, I want to leave you guys with, uh, I, I was listening to, uh, I don't know why I do this, but I listened to some like wrestling soundtracks, just like old school. Remember back in the day, I, I know you're, you're like five years old, but, uh, WWF anthology volume three, the, but WWF, the music, like they went yeah. yeah. So it, it before the anthology, they had like, you know, it was like stone cold, all the, the, uh, Attitude Era music on like one CD. It was like, uh, yeah, uh, I that's that's what I call music, <laughs> but it was WWF. Yeah, no, I remember um, that. So I, I, I was a youngin. You were a youngin. So uh, going through uh, wrestling themes, and I I heard this one here. Um, I don't know if you, if you can name that tune before it gets to it. Nope. No. Okay. coming if you think you have it let me know that was I, I'm gonna stop it here before I, I let it play out that was a huge that that end part there was huge I don't know I'll do it again Triple H is the only one that came to mind I, I, I get behind this song so much. <laughs> I yeah. get amped. I get amped when See, I hear But now it. you got to remember, this is not just his music. This is the demon. Yes. Dollars. Yes, that's why he had the, the long intro there. Yeah. 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 Wow, I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, man. Bring the demon back. Bring the demon back. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam number 99 is in the books. Our next one up. We are a century old, my friend. Coming up. Yes, we are. Got to talk about what we're going to do for that show, man. Um, hit us up on the Twitter. Sons of Slam show on Twitter. Uh, tell your friends, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, everywhere that we are, what we're doing, how we're doing it. Wrestling fans talking wrestling shit. This is it. Fastlane tonight. Chris Mindell, Reaper Joe Black. That was a hell of a promo. Peace out. The Sons of Slam podcast.